This is Comic Shenanigans, episode 38, 2012 Potpourri. Like the piece. They couldn't put it in his eyes. No, well, you want you want Sentinels not to. Steady. It wouldn't work. Sentinels have to. What, what do you want from Sentinels? Physics. <laughs> Physics to work? <laughs> it's unfortunate. All right, welcome to the Comic Shenanigans podcast. This is episode number 38. Uh, it's a little bit of a random comic talk Mm-mm. slash discussions on stuff that's happened this past year in comics, video games, movies, etc. Uh, I'm I'm joined by three of my favorite guests and only guests. <laughs> Take that, Ben Riley. <laughs> oh man, I forgot I had another guest. Now tonight. who's Ben? Riley? And I also excluded my wife from that list, so <laughs> I am in trouble. All right, so my she guests are. Neither one will okay. listen. Yeah, she doesn't listen. She doesn't listen. We won't even listen to this. No, you might. I will. <laughs> you're, gonna, you're gonna listen to it intently. Yeah. I right. just to the Wolverine. I just want to hear Paul talk. So I'm it. I'm Adam Chapman, the host, and my guests are Nathan Struck, Amber Struck, and Paul Squares. All right. So we have that was a, a moody voice. That was very Paul's moody. Voice. Are you not happy to be here? That was moody. It's a little moody. I don't know if it's even gonna pick up. Gotta... It's so deep. And Paul Squares. <laughs> Thank you for that. All right. So uh, so Paul Cybertron. So we're gonna jump right in. Jump right into video games. Here's my feeling on it. Like it's nice to see um, them doing more with the mythos. I mean, they're they're doing this kind of in between phase after War for Cybertron. Um, They're trying to get to the Ark. They're trying to get to the the war between the Nemesis and the Ark, and then doing this whole wormhole thing and making the way to Earth. And I'm like, that's kind of cool. Maybe then they'll just take us to Earth, and we can kind of have a war on Earth and have some completely new backdrops and settings. Not so. This game is actually about a flashback to before when they are trying to launch the Ark. And you're doing all these missions. I'm only doing the Autobot mission so far. Maybe something later happens. You haven't beaten the game? Uh, no, I haven't beaten it yet. Oh, well then, okay. I, well I, then. I, I, I'm just giving my impressions Paul won't even talk to you now. the first few hours. But in terms of okay. gameplay, the gameplay is identical. So far, for the first few hours and first few missions, the set pieces are, the, are identical. There's nothing new. The only thing new so far is it's kind of cool to see Metroplex. He's a little small. He's not as big <laughs> as he ought to be. He's slightly bigger than a, than a Gestalt, but Metroplex no, is. You, when you see him pick up Optimus Prime in his hand, Prime is. I no one can is, see this. Is itty bitty. Prime, yeah, but if, if if Devastator were to pick him up in his hand, he'd just be picked up like that in his hand, where his hand would be an open kind of wrapped around his body. Whereas in Metroplex, oh, he can stand in his. There palm. are no visuals. I know. I'm just trying to describe it, like a claw grabbing Prime's body. Okay. If you're a Gestalt, like the versus Devastator, in a versus palm. holding your palm, he's Metro, not even that tiny. Metroplex is massive. Metro, I, he's not as big as he ought to be. And then Fortress Maximus has got to be bigger than that. <laughs> I like the word. I like the word in the middle between. <laughs> yeah. between anyway, the two. it's not giving okay. me enough new stuff so far. Okay, I'm open to playing more, but I'm just saying my feeling so far. My gut feeling is it doesn't feel that it's 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 more derivative of the first game. It's not doing anything new yet. Okay, now, what do so, you got for me? Okay, where where so you've done the first couple levels with Mumblebee and then the two primes? Is that it? Yeah. Okay, you have so much further to go. Oh, I, well. Okay, so my 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 big issue with the game. Um, if anything, is the fact that in the first game they kind of gave the choice of three different characters to play with and that's go true. Your adventure. Yeah, this game does not give you that, so that's kind of a step back for it, in my opinion. That's the one thing that really bothered me about it. However, um, after you're done this thing, you're going to do a mission with um, Cliff Jumper and, and Jazz, right? I do like those two, right? So Jazz, um, sorry, Cliff Jumper. Does it starts it off, and he has the cloaking technology. So you do some stealth stuff with him to sneak into the Decepticon base. Um, it's a totally different thing. And then 
Jazz goes down this deep bunker where Shockwave's doing crazy experiments on Insecticons, and he has a grapple ability. He's, he's flying around and digging out and, and trying not to get killed by Insecticons and all kinds of like that. There's no definitive Autobot Decepticon campaign. You just flow through it. So Autobots for oh. a while. Yeah, then you'll play as Decepticons, and the game will finish so off. So is the game shorter than the last one? Um... Some of levels feel rushed. Some of levels last a long time. It really depends on the level. But you know what I mean about like it's still Cybertron and it's not really no, inventive you, Cybertron. No, no you'll, you'll get there because the where you go with Cliff Jumper and with uh, Jazz is totally different. Um, they do do a decent job trying to break it up a bit. I was very disappointed with playing with Bruticus. You know the Combaticons finally yeah, combined. Yeah, I was hoping to become Metroplex and Crush Crap. Yeah, it's like no, no, he's target. just a background thing. Yeah, yeah, I, I, and I get that. <laughs> and I like, I was, is that Trypticon? I'm like, I don't see Trypticon now. Is he actually coming later on? I can't spoil it for you. <laughs> it's been out for a long time, Paul. Yeah, but he doesn't want to spoil it. I want to know if there's Trypticon because if there's not, my heart will break. Trypticon is in it. But something happens to him. Oh, I don't want to hear that. <laughs> that doesn't sound good. Just stop right there, Paul. <laughs> you may dig it, you may not, whatever, we're fine. Um, I love Trypticon. But I was very. Scorponok in it? Scorponok is not in it yet. No. Piece of garbage. <laughs> so, a I game mean, I, I, I was, Cybertron, I was disappointed with, with Bruticus. No if I get them combined, let's go, let's do yeah, this. Yeah. And it's it's very boring. Because Bruticus should mess stuff up. Yeah, he should and he, re- and he really doesn't. And that, really, that was another big number for me. Uh, yeah, Bruticus, no. Because, so I, I guess my problem is I've been playing for a few hours and I, it hasn't grabbed me and you're saying wait a minute it'll grab you later I wish they had just designed the game so it grabbed me from the beginning not all games do that even you said like, but Bios- Bioshock didn't get you right away but that's within the first 30 minutes and then after mm. that like this is hours rather yeah. than minutes and then the Final Fantasy 13 has the problem of being 10 hours in before you get good like, where well, is the even, line? Even More Assassin's Creed 3 you, you, takes a while. You tend to not stick with stuff. You tend to... Uh, whoa, whoa, whoa! Dude, you borrowed that Star Ocean for me. I played it for four hours. Ah, what died. game is this? I borrowed what? That Star Ocean game from here. Not, not Star Ocean. Uh, Grandia 3. You borrowed RPG from me Grandia? recently. Okay, oh, wait. Grandia 3. <laughs> I, I watched that. that I played terrible. Grandia 1 <laughs> for ten minutes. I went, this is kind of cute. I played Grandia 3 for four hours. And I'm like, this is driving me crazy. <laughs> So yeah, I don't know. I just I feel had like to listen have, to him yell at that game. I feel like I have an <laughs> instinct enough <laughs> that I, I didn't play for only a few minutes. Okay. I played for a while. Maybe you're a hardcore gamer. I'll give you that. Yeah, he's not me. Like, Anyways, it, like, then, you, then you'd have a point. Back to Transformers. <laughs> but you have a library of insanity just for trophies. So you can yeah, sit down. Boss <laughs> and like Grey's Anatomy. There was no trophies for Lost, and I've never had a Grey's Anatomy. I played garbage just to get platinum. I have played a few garbage games. Several Miley Cyrus games in John. I have never played these. You're a jerk. The, the, the game does game end <laughs> very well as they do a very quick mishmash that you can be that's the, your your one kind of auto versus Decepticon kind of thing you can play as Prime or as Megatron uh, it's a big climactic battle of Nemesis versus Ark at the end you do tons of different things kind of yeah but they never get to Earth do they eh? sorry like, they never get to Earth they're saving that for the third one all, again you want me to spoil it for you well I don't know if it doesn't if it follows like the storyline of the G1 at all even the comics versus the cartoons I'm aware of what's going to happen <laughs> if it's completely diverse and they become the Predacons and the Maximals in some time warp I'll be like fine that's new okay, I, would, I, would buy, I, would, okay. I would buy the next game okay. no I well, want them to go to places okay. like one of the coolest things about the movie besides the music by you know Vince DiCola is that they go to these plants yeah, like oh man to be clear. what 
the 80s movie. Oh, yeah, for clear. sure. The 80s movie. Okay. Yeah, I'm not talking yes. about Michael Bay. I'm pretty yeah, sure we mentioned you... the awesome music. I wasn't yeah. thinking. <laughs> that's the colon in the music of the new movie. I like all three soundtracks of the new And they go to this crash on this planet, and like freaking Hot Rod is underwater all of a sudden and finding these like crazy like shark creatures underwater, like a squid creature, and he's going to shoot his eye out, and the Sharpticons are there. They go to the planet of the Junkions and stuff, and they go to all these other worlds. How many eons are there? Everything's in um, okay. And they have adventures, and they're these galactic explorers for you know the first time that you've ever seen uh, for the series of the characters. And now we have this game set in Cybertron, and they have this opening sequence where like we're launching. And I'm like, okay, we'll see Earth. Maybe they'll go hit another planet before they get to Earth. Maybe I'll do some cool missions. Maybe we'll see some of the Quintessons and nothing. Okay, they're off Cybertron now. Let me, I'll give you that. They're done with Cybertron. Yeah, is Grimlock playable? Yes. Is, is he, he awesome? He is. Yeah. He is, is he king? That's quite. <laughs> is he king? Grimlock is, is king. Yes. He king. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, we, yes. even I knew he was. He was a king. No, yeah, he was I, a king at one yeah. point. Yeah. I, I was he, very happy at this point with Bruticus. Very happy with Grimlock, <laughs> and sad. they give you some serious playability with him. Plays any other Dynamark. And it is it is the original G one voice actor, but they don't really let him do the Grimlock. It's there, but it's not quite there. Paul, who's your favorite Dynamark? Swoop. Favorite Dynamark, Adam. Grimlock. Favorite Dinobot, Amber? I don't have a favorite Dinobot. Correct answer is Slag. No. Why? Because no, I, like, I like Triceratops. <laughs> <laughs> That's why. He's actually, he can shoot fire. Maybe, He's like, not particularly. He, almost, he was so dumb, he almost stepped into a spike pit and had to get kicked in the face by Grimlock with his tail. Yeah. And I didn't think so Grimlock dumb. was doing that on purpose. When they made them in the cartoon in their introduction, they're so... The correct answer is Computron. <laughs> Computron. <laughs> so, and uh, yeah, there's a bunch of... like the, the, Why did they didn't bother trying to do some kind of voice accurate things with Shockwave and some of their Decepticons with Beyond I love Shockwave's voice from G1. Yeah, it's so a ter- terrible job. In, oh, in this... but Soundwave's voice is garbage Sa- in this. Soundwave's is fine. I don't like Soundwave's voice. I think I think that they could have done a better job. It's it's a, a voice fed through a computer and spat back out at us. How does it not sound more like the G1 voice anyway? Mm. You know, it doesn't. I don't know. I know, and, and uh, I guess uh, I keep uh, finding negatives of this game. But remember how the first game had somewhat like you had kind of boss battles. Yeah, this one doesn't really have it. Uh, right? Don't like the sound of that. So you're trying to make him want to play, Look, it, right? Right now, <laughs> EB, I, I can trade in um, War for Cybertron for eight dollars. I can trade in Fall of Cybertron for eight dollars. So they're both the same trade in value. How is it that a game that's like two, three years old is the same value as a game that came out a few it months didn't ago? Didn't review as well. See, I think there's something. Something's afoot. Like, if I can get that brand new, like, there was a sale last week where there's a twenty bucks off the Transformers game and like that recent 007 game, which also got terrible reviews. Oh, that yeah, that new one, yeah. Yeah, which I actually was interested in for about two seconds, but yeah. I mean, but they both were reviewed poorly it's or bad, not yeah. as well as people expected, and they're already being discounted. Mass Effect. Mass Effect that came out this year. Did anyone play it but me? Nope. Uh, and I played it like. Three times. <laughs> you played three times. Yes. I, I'm really close to buying Mass the trilogy. Mass Effect is awesome. Don't don't buy it. It's a remarkable game. <laughs> I don't think anyone buy did. the trilogy. And <laughs> yeah, no, none of us said bad things. No, yeah. We're all like, we haven't played it. That doesn't equal okay, this sucks. Well, you play. Like, it's no. price drop right away. So it must be a crappy game for price drop. Who? Bioshock? No. Oh, sorry, no. not Bioshock. It's oh, are you back to War of Cybertron? No, you guys are saying this game. Price well, Mass Effect. That's the reason why. Right away because of the ending controversy. That I don't think is. I don't think that's that's a real thing. I don't think that's a real thing at all. That's what. That's when it dropped. Because so many fans really? got angry at it. I think it. that's circumstantial. I think that that's just chance that that's what that happened. Although I am surprised that the, drop the people price who so are fans of Mass Effect pre-ordered that game and bought it on day one. There was no controversy for any of those players, and there was a huge people who were on, on the fence. Oh, who cares? Allegedly, allegedly, <laughs> I have not seen that game on the shelves anywhere. Yeah, actually, I haven't. I see the second one, Massive but not the third scene. one at all. Yeah, mm, not not Used. in droves. Yeah. 
here it's and there, um, but not in droves. Yeah, right. that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. And now there's well, the chainsaws everywhere. <laughs> yeah, it was on. It was one of the Christmas yeah, deals it was, of the day. Um, the, the I was out, I was out of the country. Otherwise, I would have bought that. It's not forty dollars. They're like regular price forty dollars, cut to twenty, and then I'm like, no, it'll be twenty in a month anyway. Yeah, that's true. And X Men Destiny, they were calling that product. Oh, did they so put it on nice. sale again? No, they were calling. No, they were calling. I know. Can't sell it anymore. It's still there. Oh, crap. I've seen it. Copyright it. Okay, yeah, well, they're supposed to send it back. And it was the, tr- it's still there. You can still buy it used. Because still buy new as, it was I new for six as I understand oh, really? it, um, they didn't get uh, the licensing it. for the engine. Really? That they used, oh, that's they used right. like Unreal they 4 or something. Yeah. the engine. <laughs> yeah. Further terrible. That's almost good. Yeah. It's, it's not a good Silicon game. Knights. Silicon Knights is the, is the studio that made it. And uh, they also made Eternal Darkness, which you love, Amber. And now this company is... They made Two Human, and that kind of just... That didn't sell very well. And now X-Men Destiny, they're having problems with that. Recalling a product's never good. It's worse because it's a Canadian company. Yeah. uh, And they have a great pedigree, but... Um, they might get shut down well, for we've got a lot of Canadian game studios so I'm just saying we don't want to get it shut down we yeah. want Eternal Darkness 2 yeah desperately for Wii U oh with the game pad could you mention what they could do with the game pad to screw with your brain that's amazing look down here like the screen goes black look, look down here and you're like there's something looking back at you, you oh no there, it's you without your skin and I was screaming at it because uh, my head fell off what? yes I remember that yes yeah. Yeah. I started screaming my head fell off my head fell off yeah yeah, Eternal Darkness is, is not a game from this year. It's a game from, what, like 10 GameCube. years ago? From yeah, GameCube, GameCube yeah, era. Like have you seen... launch almost, isn't it? Have you seen yeah. me change my face into a zombie on the Zombie U um, bonus section? No. You, it, the camera will take a picture of your face in real time, and then it will add, like, ro- rotting flesh onto your I'm face. Cool that. So you could be a zombie. <laughs> so I've seen zombified me. And the coolest thing is it, like, doesn't cover my glasses. It's weird. Like, it's not so like... It realizes the, they're not the part text, of your face? Yeah, the texture isn't overlapping my glasses. So I became a zombie, and I was... Wondering if you could do something cool like that for Eternal Darkness, maybe? He's like, never shown me cool. that. Yeah, don't horrify your wife. Yeah. I'll, I'll show Zombies you Zombies are my greatest fear, everyone who listens just, to this. Just told everyone, why did Please play don't target that... me with zombies. I, I avoided zombie games for like ages and ages and ages. But then I realized having a zombie fear is irrational because they're not real. So I'm trying to... <laughs> no, you didn't realize that. <laughs> I'm trying to exposure therapy myself to zombies, so I bought uh, The Walking Dead because I love adventure You wouldn't games. need to exposure therapy yourself to something that doesn't exist. <laughs> Why are you going to be that but way? But they exist in media, uh, and that's close enough. I guess. Because I consume a lot of media. What do you think of The Walking Dead game? Um, Did you finish it? I have not because I keep getting scared and quitting. <laughs> but then I try again. And I get, yeah, see, really afraid of them, but it's... It has fantastic artwork. It's all cell shaded. Mm-hmm. It feels like you're playing in a comic book. The voice acting is great, um, and I know it's 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 a very adventure gamey because it's primarily quick time events that yep. dominate everything and just decision making and having conversations. But the decisions are actually they feel very pressuring when you're doing them. No, they do. And you're worried about the consequences of the actions. Like in, this isn't spoiler. It's in the first episode, so anyone can play it. Probably most people want to have because it's free. But you right. have to like. Make is, it, is the first episode still free? The first yes, episode is still free. No, it's free for everyone. So oh, you download wow. the first one. I'll download that. Like That's it. how they get you. Yeah. Sad Did you that? No, I miss out. Download the, uh, the first Walking episode Dead. of Walking Dead. It's, it's still free. So you the can TV see the show you like or it. No, the game. The game. Oh yeah. 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 It's five episodes. Yeah. It's, Check it out. It's free. It's free. Like I played the day? first two because right. that's what they gave us on Plus. I think it was yeah, two. Yeah, Plus gets two and everyone else gets one. It was, I just don't want to pay for it because I've been te- I've, I've already been I've been spoiled. It's very good though. Well, no, I don't want to pay $20 when I've already gotten two of the episodes for free. So I don't really want to... So I'm getting, I don't want to pay $20 for three episodes. Really cheap. Uh, <laughs> but, I think that's practical. But if you... It'll if eventually you, be free for me. Fine, frugal. If you enjoy Thank adventure you. games, like this is the game. 
Because it's not the comic plot line, it's a tie-in plot line, so you get new stories, so mm-hmm. if you're a fan of The Walking Dead, then you get to play this comic, and it just, like, it makes me sad and afraid, and it's so many emotions. My emotions! No. Yeah, that, no, I agree but, with like, you. It's very... you have to make a choice of who lives or dies, or, like, side with people, and they're like, no, my son wasn't bitten, and they're like, we can't take that chance, mm. and I'm like, I don't want to take that chance, but I also want to be a nice person. Um, no, they play. You can they, replay it. They play yeah. it. They play it very Where straight. Is I know. It's, it's, they play it straight. It's not. It's just. It's told with a certain gravitas that it's trying to be very like. Good word. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> uh, no, because it, uh, it could be very. It could be over, very over the top, and it could be more of an adventure game in terms of tone, and it's not. It's very. This is happening. This is real. This is yeah, isn't that the point? It has to have a certain yeah. It's true. Gravity. It doesn't feel like you're going into an inventory and combining items to solve the puzzle. No, like but you're I mean, looking around this anxiety stuff. you talk about, you feel that the, it's pressuring you to make a decision in a difficult circumstance. Yeah, okay, that's what it's trying to simulate, yeah. and yeah. it's trying to make you do. And and if you're the kind of person who doesn't like to be rushed, maybe there's some kind of feel or emotion uh, or, or panic you can feel from this game, and it can make you feel something you're not comfortable feeling. Um, and then you live with those decisions, right? Which is That's why whole... I only play it in little bits, because I get all panicked and afraid. And then they just have zombies wandering around, and they're not aggressive, but I'm still scared of them. <laughs> pretty aggressive. I would be too. Well, they're just what... like, you look out, and they're just on the street. What's interesting about it in some ways, too, is that if you do only download the free episode and, and play that, is that it doesn't... I feel like it's never really going to have an end, because it doesn't not really built that way. Unless they all die, there's really no ending. Well, yeah, because the zombie apocalypse is still going on. Yeah, so... They can't solve it. So it's kind of an interesting... You can kind of just... If you just want to play that one episode, you get everything you need. And if you want to know more about them, what happens to them, you can. But you don't need to, which I kind of liked about it as well. You could just play an episode at a time and never care. <laughs> uh, I, they are doing uh, season two. Yes. So that'll be exciting. Have they, has there been any word on what they're doing with Fables? Because isn't it still Telltale? It's still Telltale in charge of it, but they haven't announced any dates or any development or anything. Well, I don't know how big that studio is, so if they have multiple licensed properties, I don't think they can work on more than one at a time. I guess. Well, and did, Walking um, Dead is huge, so yeah, it makes they, sense to put all their resources They did Walking that. Dead, and they did Back to the Future, so they're doing well. Their games are successful. Well, the so games aren't even comparable. No, no but, to Walking Dead, yeah, not at all. Because there's so much crossover appeal that, like... Even like, the style of the game, like... Um, mm-hmm. Back to the Future is more traditional art, uh, adventure game. Yep. Like, I go around and I try to f- gather items and see how those items can be used to solve puzzles. And the further episodes you play of that, the further you get away from the source material in terms of the feeling. Because you get, it becomes more fantastical, whereas with Walking Dead, it continues to feel a certain way. Like, uh, Leon's wife plays this game. I was like, oh, Leon, I didn't think you liked Walking Dead. He's like, it's not even me. My wife's the one playing it. I'm like, oh, well, that, that shows you some of that crossover appeal. She was a fan of the show. Hasn't read the comic, probably never will, never will care, but she likes the TV show. She saw there was a game, wanted to play the game. So yeah, there's a tremendous crossover appeal with this game, so it makes sense that all the resources will be spent on this for a while. Well, it's interesting, too, because the um, the creator of The Walking Dead approached or was approached by Telltale, and they said, we want to make this game. And he said, like, this is the only way I could envision a Walking Dead game working. Is like this with these decision consequence things because he's like it's a zombie apocalypse, but he didn't want anyone to make a zombie shoot 'em game because he's like it's about the human stories and it's mm. about the decisions and the zombies are just a backdrop to make those tough decisions. And it was just sort of like tongue in cheek because right after the person writing the article mentions and and the Walking Dead shooter comes out like next year. <laughs> mm. So, but at least there was this game first. Yes. So this is the, by the creator of Walking Dead, considered the game. Robert Kirkman. Robert Kirkman. 
I don't care what anyone says. I don't really find the universe interesting. I've read the first hardcover of it. Don't really care. I don't Have you read any of it, Paul? No, I'm I'm not big on zombies and horror. And that would you ever would you ever, would you ever give the show a try or? They are. Don't really. Not doesn't really twist. You know, give you. I'll float my boat. Um, Hellboy. My boat. Did you read Hellboy? I've seen the movies. That's as far as I've gone. Enjoyed them. Yeah. Okay. The comics are better, and but they have the same tone. Sure. Um, like they have all of them, so if you want to, yeah, we right recommend now. a few to you. Yeah, yeah, they're good. They're good. Uh, Mike Mandola is really good. Was there any new Hellboy that came out this year? Isn't he dead now? Hellboy? No. Yeah, they killed the character at one point. Yeah, but yeah, he well, dies. No. But is he in hell or something? No, he no, went no. to the bottom of the ocean. I see, yeah. There was a mermaid. Essentially, witch. Okay, essentially, <laughs> oh, actually, yeah, 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 I don't exactly. know. If that was actually is... pretty cool. <laughs> um, but all, all that essentially happened is that he became separated from the BPRD. Yeah. That's okay. what happened, and so the two series split, and he now is going off doing solo stuff, and what Mike Mignola is doing is filling in the gaps, essentially, of the past few decades. Yeah, because like, Hellboy is, you know, he's been around since the war, but the BPRD hasn't always had those same characters that he was with, so they have a lot of flashback issues. And the split between BPRD and Hellboy happened decades ago, so essentially they're saying, look, here, here's a trade about what happened in the 80s. Mm-hmm. Here's a trade what happened when he became a luchador. Um, which is actually <laughs> a very right. cool little small book. That was a really good one. I like Bought that. a demon luchador. Yeah, <laughs> bought a demon luchador. Makes sense. Wow. Yeah, went to a bar afterwards, had a beer with the luchador. Demon oh. luchador. That's, That's nice. Good. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. I actually find the BPRD is a stronger book character-wise, I guess. Yeah, but Hellboy sure. I find more interesting story-wise because they tend to do weirder things with Hellboy because he's just out on his own and they can do anything. Mm. Yeah. Whereas BPRD, they're focusing on the character arcs. It's like, also more Lovecraftian. Everything about BPRD feels more like that. It does. It's all about Elder like Gods. It. Yeah. Um, whereas Hellboy is he just he, he still, started that way, but he sort of diverged. Into yeah. Just, he still goes and has these vignettes where he's like, okay, let's talk about um, the Akkadian mythology okay. and like the horror of that era of the world. Let's talk about here's a story about Japanese uh, culture and their and their, you know, fantasy uh, horror stuff. So I like that he's kind of globetrotting and that he's not locked into one kind of, like, subgenre of horror. Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of the way that um, Supernatural, that TV show, if you remember that one, mm-hmm. Paul, um, started maybe season one or season two, and they were just kind of, every episode was more or less like, self-contained. Myth. Yeah, and they're like, here's the myth of the scarecrow, here's the myth of the woman in black, here's the myth of this and that. And I really enjoyed that. That was really fun. Here's the one with the, um, not Chupacabra, the, um, um, you're not helping anyone. We're like, oh. I don't know what you're talking about. You're laughing. At you're scrubbing your wife's leg. Yes, if she's my lamp, it's going to give me an answer. <laughs> wow, I can't remember the Someone name. Someone is listening to this show. human flesh and then becomes the Wendigo. The Wendigo. Thank you. There you go. Wendigo. Um, yeah, and, and so and I really again. enjoyed yeah. that series as a result of them doing that. And then when they started doing other stuff, it was kind of lame. So, I mean, I recommend that to you and, and check it out. Maybe you can let you borrow it. I did that for like a month after you played the Wolverine game. Wendigo. Everywhere. Any Sorry. other major? Yeah, game? that's right. That game has that. That's right. Any other major video game releases this year? That you, like well, you never really. Ta- Hold yeah, on. I didn't actually talk about Mass Effect Three. So what do I say about Mass Effect Three before we move on to another video game? It's amazing. <laughs> well, I so will cool. never give Bioware a negative review. I'm not a good objective reviewer Jeez. for them. No. But have you played? No. Now that you have, you, have, you bought the trilogy, right? Yes. Did you play the first one again? Yes. I'm almost finished the first one for the well, second. Yeah, time. because you were stuck playing the first one on some really bad emulator or something, weren't you? Um. 
she had a crappy computer. I had I played <laughs> the first one on my laptop, which does not even have a graphics card. Um, <laughs> well, it has some. My, my frame rate was four frames per second. What? That it just it's a slight was exaggeration, like, but no, not much. that's literally what it said. It would it run out like of my little man. I know, but I watched you play. Yeah. It wasn't four. It was frames, like a marionette but... running everywhere, awesome. and it was. But I played it because it's a story-driven game, no, and it was just like playing. And but it's also a third-person shooter. Yeah, so the but fact I that played you it on casual, is miraculous. so my squad mates killed everyone for me, I just stayed in cover. <laughs> Which of the three games is your favorite? Um, Mass Effect 3 is actually my favorite. Really? Even with its controversial ending? Even with the controversial ending. I Don't tell me about it, because I, I am going to eventually. It, they, they've, they've did the fix on the ending. To me, the biggest controversy was the ending, was that there was a lot of plot holes in it. Okay. And that's what people... Because I think a lot of people just came in and they were upset because it wasn't a happy ending. And they're like, you wrecked my story. I'm supposed to be the hero. I'm supposed to get everything I wanted. Okay. And no matter what you do, you can't get a happy ending for Shepard. You get a happy ending for the galaxy, but not for your character. Okay. But there was a lot of logical inconsistencies in the ending. So the people that were really upset were saying, like, you just introduced this at the last second. Mm. And it's like kind of a do this X thing. And why are you doing this? So when they did the... The extended cut DLC, I think they adjusted a lot of those problems, and I think now anyone who's looking at it reasonably and just not demanding their happy ending should be perfectly satisfied with okay. the, the ending that was produced. Mm. I liked Mass Effect 3 best, I guess, because for me it was the culmination of, of the first two games, and I played the first two games and I loved them, and you didn't get every character you'd ever seen, but there were so many cameos, and you got to see like just, you know, you get your little side cut scenes of how your decisions mattered. And it was a satisfying ending. And obviously the graphical engine was nicer. Mm -hmm. The shooter elements were improved. The combat was all improved. The playing yeah. field was improved. So, well, I know Mass Effect 2 is considered the best in the trilogy. Mm -hmm. And it was excellent. I just liked Mass Effect 3 better. I liked the story and I thought there was a lot more nice emotional moments which you would have in a war for the galaxy. Okay. And it is, again, it's a super cinematic game. So Nathan, for instance just like sits there watching me play and he's like you haven't shot anything in like an hour what are you Done doing anything. you're just like running around talking to everyone why are you talking to so many people word trees and like every time you talk to someone there's like all these options of things you can say to them <laughs> and you click on one and they talk to you and then you go you don't say i'm done like I, i'm out of here like you didn't give me mission see you later and then you click on the next one and then you just go through it and it's been 30 minutes and you said you, you checked everything they have to say and once they've started repeating themselves then you're like, okay, I'll move on. And you walk over to the next person. Well, she didn't want to miss it. I yeah. would do the same thing. I would do so. the yeah. same thing. Yeah. It's I like talking to everyone I want to jump and shoot! <laughs> <laughs> jump and shoot! Yeah, so if you don't like word trees, don't play Mass Effect. But Mass Effect 3 actually has an interesting thing for people who don't like word trees that they've inserted called action mode. So it plays. That does sound like an eight thing. No, I don't care about that yeah. either because I'm up yeah. action mode. This like is that. not a game for <laughs> me to play any action. Shepard's if I want to play a nice third person shooter. Yeah. I will pay. I will play Vanquish. She can sleep with more people. There's no talking in Vanquish. I've heard that. There's <laughs> giant enemy alien robots crashing down to Earth, and you have to shoot them at the weak points for maximum damage. And you're sliding across Vanquish the field awesome. on turbo Isn't boosters so much fun? Yeah. and flipping around with maximum like crazy oh, yeah. weapons. Platinum, so it's what did that come out? Do anything. That's old, man. That is old. Yeah. That is you like the beginning of the life cycle. It's awesome. Two years old. You two gotta years. Get is it only that old? I thought it was older. I don't know. I, can check. Uh, I don't know. Platinum that... Games made it, and Platinum Games is amazing. So go. Yeah. There was that game you just you were playing the other day. Was it Dishonored? Dishonored. Dishonored. Yeah, yeah that's Dishonored enjoyable. Dishonored came out this year. Now I got that because it's a big deal. well, it was actually a gift from Amber, but I got that because well, I really enjoyed the uh, playing Skyrim 
totally stealth. Like, I became a thief assassin guy, which okay. Amber said, like, I can't do that because that's all evil. I'll be the magician, <laughs> the mage, and, like, the warrior. Yes. So then I went and did, like, despicable stuff, like, killing everyone. And it was great fun, and I, I, I liked playing the game with the stealth mode on, and I just did everything stealthy. It's like the whole game I was walking slowly through bushes. It was great. Um, and I wanted to play watch. more of that. Yeah. So... Don't care. It was fun. <laughs> no one saw me. See, this is the thing about they being a good assassin. They all died, and no one they saw can't, him. I know. No one knows what's going on, and everyone's just dying. And the greatest asleep. thing about no be, one saw me. The only <laughs> way to be an assassin in that game, effectively, is no one can see you because if they see you, your bounty goes up, and then the guards will capture you. Okay. So I, I want more of it. So I went and played Oblivion, which is the game that comes before Skyrim. Yeah. And it's terrible. It's yeah. just you can't. You can't go back. I was warned you can't go back, and I tried going back anyway. The graphics are terrible. John Luke Picard's in it, but whatever. <laughs> How's the uh, gameplay? Was it, I think, right? uh, it's no, it's it, the menus are crappy. The so background goes from the beach. Um, yeah, he yeah. tells me. I would, I would play that game. Actually, he's the king of the land, right? And the very beginning, like he's, he's very emperor. important to the story. He's the freaking emperor. And like at the very first time I played it, I, like he's like, "Here, come with me. I'll help you escape or something. You're important." And, he and you leave, <laughs> and I just like took a board and I beat him to death in front of his guards. And then he's like, "Dead, John Luke." And everyone's like, "You can't do that. The game will like he, he's important." And apparently, you can because then I left, right, and killed the guard. And then and then I kind of got bored of the game. So I played the second time and let John Luke live. <laughs> But then I started realizing that it's just really unpleasant to play. And everyone's super ugly, and the voice acting isn't even as good. And I was like, oh, I want a good stealth game. And so Dishonored was recommended on uh, YouTube or something. And uh, it is very good. I would say it's Bethesda, and so the graphics are kind of disappointing. I know it's doing its own little art style. Have is you, it steampunky? Is that the thing of the right Yeah, game? it's yeah. a steampunk world. Okay. Have you encountered any Bethesda bugs yet? Uh, no, what I haven't looked through walls or flown done? backwards. Um, they do Fallout as well. Okay. So Those they're are big, big for like they well Elder Scrolls, <laughs> Fallout. Yeah. Oh my goodness. All they are games. famous for bugs. But their games are so good that you play them in spite Essentially of it. what Bethesda does is they, they work on a game and then they're like, are you done yet? And the developers are like, no, we need like a few more months. And they go, okay, thanks for that. We're going to publish it. And then they make the game and they publish it and produce it. And they're like, you guys keep working. We're going to send this to the factory and they're going to make discs. And you keep working to patch it. Mm-hmm. And almost every single Bethesda game will have a patch day one. Okay. And then they'll have subsequent patches. And well, they're like, keep working on the game. It's been out for six months. You'll finish it soon. And then they get it done. And Skyrim had patches forever. Well, that was I heard like, about the that. Skyrim yeah. was the big PS3 issue because after your save file got to a certain size, you just couldn't. Really? It was just crash freeze all the time. Yeah, that's a whole other problem. With the PS3. So you had to like close doors and leave items where you found them because it saves everything. It and saves everything and make like, the memory too the, big. The RAM that's has crazy. to take account yeah. for everything you do in the world. So if you drop an so apple, it's been the patched now and it works. But apparently, Bethesda wow. still can't figure out how to develop the DLC. The impressive PS3. part is that it tracks everything. Uh, it's not necessary. If I come back to a dungeon and the apple's not there, I'll be like, a rat took it. Like, there's certain things you don't need to worry about, right? <laughs> Where'd the plate go that I moved around, you know? Like, it's kind of too here. much. You know? Yeah. And and uh, all the old games we grew up with... Yeah. It is an impressive feat, though, that you can, like, open every It is impressive. And... Everything just fades away, though. I agree. You play Zelda and everything just fades Look, away. I agree right? it's not necessary, it. but, but it's, it's impressive. It's an, in- it's, an Im- it's an interesting touch because they're trying to make it more, like, realistic. And... Like, but you at, can at cook certain... your meat and then your meat gets brown and you're like, oh, <laughs> But at a certain that, point, that you have yes. to make it... I thought you were just joking. What no. game is this? Skyrim. In Skyrim, you're you like cook I'm your cooking, meat? and you're cooking it, and then it's brown. Yeah, they do that in Monster Hunter too. That's not a big deal. The big deal wow. is saving Nate's just everything. everything. No, I'm it. saying if it's okay. still if it's it. still there, if you leave it, that's the impressive thing. Not that the color changes or the texture no, changes, it's right? Still, but I like it. Okay, well, it's still that's enjoyable. Fair. Um, but yeah, the, at a certain point, you have to decide between is the game broken? 
is it gonna is it gonna stop working? Which it did with the uh, with the case of PS3 release with uh, Skyrim, and they had to patch that, or you know believability and and immersion. And we're still at the point where it's fully immersed. We're not wearing VR helmets like everyone swore we would be doing in 1994. I'm okay <laughs> that we're not. Did you remember going to like Wonderland or like any kind of other event or theme park, and they would have that booth with yeah. that weird platform you'd stand on, mm-hmm. and they put a stupid VR helmet on you, and then you throw up. <laughs> I never threw I up, sorry. Fifteen dollars to throw up. <laughs> what kind of kid were you? <laughs> it was so disorientating for a lot of people. It's true. Disorientating? Yeah. You wanna just let them have disorienting it. Disorienting isn't a word. Disorienting means to remove from the orient. People misuse that word all the time and I don't like it. Disorientated means to be your orientation is He just dropped some knowledge and on us. There's uh, your grammar discussion. I looked it up. <laughs> you looked it up? Disorientated doesn't sound as nice. But it is But correct. to disorient means to remove from the orient. <laughs> wow. Well he does teach children so he would know. Well, you teach you teach children. Apparently. Teach children. I'm not licensed. I go by the park. Just shows up around four o'clock. Nathan is an English teacher. No, no. If he wants to have this, your children are beautiful. May I speak? Your children to them? are beautiful. Okay, okay. So moving on from so Ultimate War versus yeah. Capcom Three. Does anyone still play that game? That came out this year. No, no. It came out last no. year. It's a Marvel themed comic game. No yeah. one plays it. I, I feel like I should play it some more. I like I, playing it. I agree. Over. I feel like I should play Ultimate Marvel vs. Capcom. No, it's fantastic. I'm hoping that it'll be free for plus soon <laughs> on Vita because I want to play it. But that'd be nice. Yeah, yeah. Paul, you want to play Have it? Have you gotten anything? PlayStation Plus yet, Amber? No. You're never around. Oh, that's just brutal. I know. Yeah. Um, I was really upset because I was going to. Because yeah. I thought it was discounted. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, no, I have too much, too much crosstalk. Oh, yeah, but you can't. Yeah. Sorry. Can't do it. Simple. But it was only discounted in Europe. Was it really? Yeah. Doesn't surprise me. Target Plus. Everyone should get PlayStation Plus because it's a great deal. Because that works for Sony. Especially if you have a PlayStation and Vita. You it will just now. It doesn't make any sense not to. Uh, now that I have a Vita, it just makes the Plus all the more more bountiful. We're all wearing jeans. Yes, we are. Isn't that interesting. Fun fact. Is it interesting that someone listening to this clothing. podcast about comics and video games? I feel like since Paul's wearing a no. Transformers shirt, an Optimus Prime chest. He should probably have worn like silver pants. <laughs> blue pants. Oh, blue. No, blue down, right? after yeah. the knee. After the yeah. knee. That's right. Oh, okay. Little tires on the and side. And I don't know where those like where are, um, you should have worn exhaust wheelie running shoes. Yeah. Yeah. That would have been authentic. Wheelie running shoes. Yeah, with little wheels. That's fair. What do you got for us, Paul? What do you got for us, Paul? For what? What's your game of the year? What's your game? Oh, blue blazes. You playing a game? This year? The, uh, we should talk about the game of the year. What was the game of the year for Spike? It was uh, Walking, Walking Dead. Walking Dead, as you just talked about. Really? Right? Was it? Yes, I watched. And uh, they did a much improved VGAs this year. And yeah. Then, yeah. It was less of them. That was Game of the Year? It was Game of the Year. That's shocking. It's very it was a big shock. But do real could, gamers actually vote on this stuff or just a bunch of monkeys who think they know what games are? It's, well, uh, Game of the Year is voted. Well, real... real by, game, by, that's my who, question. Who's real? By monkeys by or anyone by on the people? Internet. Oh, like monkeys. So it's monkeys. Yeah, but no, no. Pe- monkeys but don't know about Walking Dead. Walking Dead. Yeah, yeah. People who play video games would yeah, know about that. Yeah, but it's popular. That's all I know. Oh, Walking I recognize that. No, because Halo 4 is out. And Call of Duty yeah. is also yeah, out. And Madden's out. so same old, same old. I, but that's I know, what but, gets voted every year. He, yeah, but Nate's point is that they're name recognition. Like, uh, if, yeah, if I don't know anything... strictly on name recognition. Like, a lot of people have heard of Halo, even if they have no idea yeah, about yeah, video games. But I felt this year they went much more for games that were quality. Like, when they... Like Claptrap got character of the year this year. If you from, but, uh, from Borderlands, from Borderlands. two, and oh, he's hilarious okay. and he's well acted and hey, Adam, he's a good character. Maybe if you play the game, <laughs> yeah. Adam has borrowed the game from me at twice, once, and he took it back. Yeah, but but like, and the game is free on PS Plus. I yes, but I didn't have enough space in my hard drive. To but keep they it. they had characters that were like you know Shepard was up and 
Master Chief was up for new character. Is it best? No, best character of the year. Best character overall. Yeah, and like Hmm. Master Chief and Shepard are the characters. Well, Shepard has a little more writing, and Master Chief is. Chief has no writing, but they're ciphers for you to decide who they are. Yeah. And Claptrap is like a well-written, well-rounded character. I'm not saying that I haven't played Halo, so I don't know Master Chief. I know Shepard has a character, but it's also those are no, both Shepard, characters. Shepard does not have a character. They're both Shepard has a character like a choose-your-own-adventure to... book has yeah, a story. But they're designed for you to impose your personality onto. So that's not a character. Yeah, and Claptrap won because he's not. Do you know what's sad that Mega that. Man is more of a character than Shepard is? False. That's correct. Shepard is me. Shepard has no defined personality. Yeah. Griff is a character. I'll give her that. In your daydreams, you're every character. I choose to take that as a compliment. I also was glad to see less it's intended as one. Um, really <laughs> awkward celebrity interviews at mm. this uh, VGAs. It was lots of like, um, you're at the VGAs, just to let you know where you are, because you got out of that limousine and you look a little drunk. <laughs> you were in a movie, do you like video games? And they all go, yeah, I, I played, played Mario, Mario Brothers when I was, when I was 1985, <laughs> and I enjoyed playing that game. Sometimes I was Luigi. <laughs> and they just like walk off the carpet. And like, why are they interviewing or they have, like, someone who played Tetris once, right? And, like, Farmville's the best game. So, like, I'm, I, Nathan Villian, at least, will give you some good, you know, chutzpah, right? He'll tell yeah. you something cool. There and was no be, like, do the do Or he'll, like, make fun of, like, Nathan, uh, sorry, Nolan North. You'd be like, Nolan North, a douche. I should be Drake, you know? Like, that's how you get, that's Nathan Villian right there. Yeah. yeah. And Amber's comment about doing the do, there was a award once. Like, last one year. Of these, was it last year? Yeah. Like, Mountain For the Dew game was, that did the most do. And Mountain Dew was the game. <laughs> what does that mean? Mountain Dew um, sponsored, sponsored award. the VGA Awards. And so they gave the game. Get out of here. I think it was like Halo 3 was the game that did the most do or something. Get like, what is happening? Here. Yeah. Blue Blazer. So they tried to go more for artistic integrity this year and make it like an award show as opposed to yeah. a promotional opportunity. Which is, yeah. That's, that's why I don't, never bother watching them yeah. because it was just this farce. It was much, it was markedly better this year. Like last year had Felicia Day. So I so have to like it more than. <laughs> do you guys? But other than the Felicia Day, do you guys want to do throw out a portable? Like think about it. I already know what I got. I picked. Do you want to throw out a portable game and a console game of the year? Okay. You want some time to think about that? I need two, three <laughs> seconds. Nothing planned. I had nothing planned. So okay. I um, I can start with my console game of the year. All right. Go ahead. Xenoblade Chronicles. Easily. Really? Easily, yes. Does it count for this year? Because it came out in Europe and Japan. It was released in North America in this year in April, so it counts for me. Mm-hmm. Um, it's one of the siren songs of the Wii. Um, the, one of the last RPGs released for the system, um, along with the last story, which came out a little later, which I also loved. But I mean, the game is so big and so massive; it's bigger than the world of Skyrim. There's more to do. I played for almost 100 hours, and I didn't even scratch the surface, and um, it was so... It never once felt like I, I, I had to play more of it. Like, I have to get through this part to get to something else. I was always excited to play and see what was new, and it was the brilliant art style, and it was so fantasy, and it was always, it was always something around the corner, and I was always rewarded. And you get experience points for traveling to new locations, like, and I got stronger just by looking around corners. It's such a great feeling. Um, the characters were fun. The voice acting was great. I love the British voice acting that they used because it was the European localization. I'm a huge fan of JRPGs. I always have been since Final Fantasy three slash six transformed me into a man. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Followed closely by Chrono Trigger and um, especially games. Ah, this uh, yeah, like this okay. year, this generation has had a dearth of excellent JRPGs. There are a few that I have on my list that I do love. But this stands as not only the best JRPG this generation, but as one of the best games, one of the best JRPGs ever. Wow. 
Wow. Like it's, High praise. It's in my top ten list easily. Um, maybe my top five. Okay. So that's my console game of the year. Of the year. Amber? Mass Effect 3. <laughs> shock it. Everyone, I know. This is gigantic dun, shock. Dun, dun. <laughs> uh, Paul, I'm going to take a moment to continue I'm thinking for me. Jeez. You know, this I is know. tough because I don't even know what I bought this year that's new. That I'm was trying to think what is Can you think year? of a game that you know it had an emotional reaction to? Journey came out this year. Yeah. Um, you know, you didn't play Halo 4, but... Um, like, I, I bought, like, some, one or two of the big releases. I bought Assassin's Creed 3, but I barely played it, so I can't really discuss it. Uh, I bought a bunch of sports games, but I don't feel like those are ever should be the best, because... Well... They're just, well, they're the same. NBA Jam! I almost bought it at Zelda's for 20 bucks today. Did you? I Not that NBA Jam. I mean the one from... I know. Super Nintendo Genesis. Things. I know. Um, it's really... T- it's actually really tough He's to decide. Yeah. Um, Paul, now, Paul, you must have played less games than Adam. Yeah. I know. The last game I bought, I think, was Transformers. Honestly, so, Like, from this year. Did you buy any games this year? I don't even know if you did. I didn't buy a lot of games this year. I really did. So it's kind of. I, I bought Xenoblade, but I have yet to have time to play it. Um, well, but you I, bought it. I, yeah, I made a point to get it because yeah, yeah, the price as is soon going as I up. heard it was out, I went and got it because I knew it would be something uh, special. But it's just a matter of time to play it. But. Um, yeah, I'm going to have to sit with... Tra- Again, up and down experience with Transformers, obviously. like There's some parts I really enjoyed, some parts I was very disappointed with. But overall, as a game, I was pretty happy with it. Like, I don't feel like I got it and go, ah, garbage. Like, it, it didn't really build... It built on some stuff, but also took some, some, some uh, steps back. So that's probably why it didn't get reviewed. I think they're just working on some new things so for, for the third game. They'll learn their mistakes from both, and then culminate the successes of both games and make something impressive for the third one when they're obviously going to have to change the venues because they're done with Cybertron at this point, as far as I can tell, based mm. on the story. That's mm. good to hear. Yeah. Uh, I think uh, I'm going to go with Lego Batman 2, because I just really enjoyed it. It was a really? lot of fun. Yeah, because I, I played a few Lego games now, and it added some new elements. Some elements I don't think quite worked uh, as well as they maybe wanted them to, for one they talk now like there was dialogue which has never been in a Lego game before you sound like Batman it didn't it wasn't the greatest voice <laughs> acting some of it wasn't bad but there's well, some really the proper uh, Luther right from the no answers. yeah it's right yeah, yeah I had Clancy Brown oh he's a good Luther he's a great Luther oh. uh, and there's a lot of character and I haven't finished it all the way but I've gotten pretty far in the game I like that they brought in a lot of DC heroes so it looks like the next logical step would be to do like just DC Justice heroes on its own no. kind of yeah and the, well, Marvel now has Lego. Do they? Yeah, so there might be at least at least the Avengers. God, that's amazing. I don't know if they're gonna like. I think like Spider-Man is still Mega Bloks, but uh, I think we'll get some Marvel okay. one now. That'd be really cool. But there's a lot of currently yes, movie Avengers. There was a lot of small touches that I really enjoyed in um, in Lego Batman too. Like there's a lot of musical cues. Like you'll have. Uh, some of the music from the Tim Burton films will show up when Batman's doing certain things, or when Superman shows up and he goes, takes and you, you control Elfman? him. Hmm? Danny Elfman. Yeah, when you when you're uh, when you're Superman and you fly into the air, you hear the uh, John Williams theme. Mm. So there's just a lot of little touches that I really enjoy, and it's just it's just a fun game, and it's something you can play with, you know, a kid or a spouse or just anybody who just wants to have a good ba, gaming experience. Ba, 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 ba. That's the one. That's the one. I have a hard time sometimes distinguishing that from Star Wars. Yeah? Yeah, well, it's, well, that's John Williams. Big horns. And Back to the Future sometimes. Yeah. Uh, sports game-wise, I really enjoyed MLB 12, but I don't think that's a game of the year for anybody. Just even, you. even me. Well, I really enjoyed it. I found the trophies too easy. I'm trying to think uh, Trophy for, for portable. 
I might actually go with Theater Rhythm. Final Fantasy Theater Rhythm. Theater Rhythm. Really? I really enjoy that game. It's really mm-hmm. fun. I keep downloading songs for it. Hmm. I haven't played a Code of Princess yet, and I've barely touched Adventure Time, so um, I have to say maybe Theater Rhythm. I really just... Uh, I guess it's because I'm a big Final Fantasy whore. I don't know if it's necessarily as enjoyable for people who have not grown up with the series. So it's hard to recommend to everyone, but I really, really enjoy it. I think I love it, but I'm really bad at music games. Hmm. Oh, me too. I tried. I just... I couldn't hear the songs because I can't play them. <laughs> and I would say Super Mario, New Super Mario Brothers 2, but I, while I enjoyed my time with it... I, I thought found, you loved it. I love the warp sounds. <laughs> but I find New Super Mario Brothers U just infinitely better. Okay, well, that's then you're, then you're just comparing. Well, you're well, not... One of my biggest problems with New Super Mario Brothers 2 is that they reintroduced the raccoon, raccoon tail into the series. Yeah. And then one of the cool things that that did to Mario Brothers 3 is that it made the, the, the level design more vertical. Mm-hmm. In uh, the first world, you can go in, and all of a sudden, there's like more screens above you, and you can fly up there, and there's the coins up there and stuff, and you can take a lot of st- uh, um, uh, stock, uh, what are they called, uh, vines up into the, into the into the into the air, and then find hidden blocks up there, and it was kind of cool. Um, whereas in the first Mario Brothers game, whenever you found a hidden beanstalk, it would just go up to the top of the screen, and it would cut, and you'd end up in this other hidden area. There was yeah. no connectedness. Um, in New Super Mario Brothers 2, I don't know if you noticed this, Paul, but you go up and there's very few levels where there's anything up there. You go up every once in a while and there might be something here yeah, or there. Yeah. But for the most part, you can have that raccoon tail at any level and the only advantage is you can just kind of skip over the pits and the enemies, but there's nothing to discover. Really? Not all no, the time. Really, no. Sometimes. But Mario yeah, 3 is all the time. Yeah, true. So I feel like they just, they just didn't put enough into it. Um, and so... Having this many new Super Mario Brothers games released side to side, yeah. it's hard not to compare them. Okay, that's fair, I guess. But it is a good game. Yeah, did you think like the the never ending coin stuff? Like, I, I'm yeah, having I, fun with the challenge courses. Those are those are pretty cool. Yeah, I did do some downloaded stuff. I downloaded the really tough pack, um, the super difficulty one. Haven't beat all those yet. Yeah, the free one. Uh, the free one was delightful. That was really yes. fun playing yes. through classic Mario one and classic Mar- Mario three levels. Yeah. Oh really? That's yeah. Cool. And it's Great. cool too because you like you go through like uh, and, and you know that first pipe you can go down to Mario one. Yeah. And yeah. takes you underground to where those um, those coins are. Yeah. You go down that pipe and you're in a Mario three level all of a sudden. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it just messes with you. It yeah. has all these little hidden coins everywhere. That's, that's awesome. really nice and yeah. it's free. Exactly. That's really cool. Yeah. Um, but in Who terms of love free, yeah, free's good. But you have to buy the game. Uh, and it's not free forever, right? They, they do this. Nintendo's very smart now with how they do their DLC because they say it's free for the next few months. Mm. So yeah, get it's it. a gift to yeah. you yeah. if you get it yeah. now and then you can buy it. They did the same thing with Excitebike, um, the, the 3D remake of the NES game for the 3DS. If you have it in the first few months, you get it for free. Um, anyway, well, so with New Super Mario Bros. 2, um, I, I don't know. It's all about collecting coins. I don't play Mario for that. I don't care. I know a lot of people are all about the getting coins and, and getting as many as they can and competing with Street Pass. And I like the idea of, here's my record, here's how many coins I collected, I Street Pass with you, oh, you beat that record? i got to beat yours. And next time I Street Pass with you, I'll have topped you kind of thing. It's a like a little private leaderboard war. Um, I don't care. Okay. Really? I, I play Mario for jumping and climbing, exploring, and bopping Goombas. <laughs> The, the whole thing of getting coins, I, I take no pleasure in it. I don't yeah, like yeah. it. I thought you'd like the competition on the Street Pass thing. That, I do. I thought that part would be more interesting. Um, Mario 3D Land, which I feel is, a, is such a better game, yeah. wasn't released this year. I, that would be my game of the year if it was released this year. Um, the, the, the Street Pass for that is time on the levels. How fast did you beat this level? Okay. And that has made me challenge myself and to beat other people's times. Mm. 
which is great. I want them to see my face on the bottom for best time on every single bloody level. That's what I want. <laughs> Just your face. Yes. Nothing but my face. Okay? <laughs> Beating right. the time. Amber. Um, well, my two portable most game. anticipated portable games nope, I haven't game been able to play yet. Oh. Oh, that's right. Yeah, Paper Mario Sticker Star came out. And Professor Layton Mask of Miracle came out. And I love Sticker Star and I love Layton. And I haven't played either yet because I'm waiting for Christmas. <laughs> also, you got a 3DS. And I just got a 3DS like three days ago. <laughs> so that also is a factor in that. But um, my handheld, but, but, I guess... But you got Art Academy. Yes, and I am enjoying Art Academy. <laughs> um, or And then there's also your Vita. Yeah, my handheld... Do you have a lot of year, games for the Vita? No, nope. I don't. I have one Vita game. What game is it? It is my game of the year for handheld, actually. Um, Zero Escape Virtue's Last Reward. Take that, Adam. Wow. Um, Why does it take that? No one knows this game exists. I don't even know what it is. It is what a, genre is it? It's a interactive novel. Say, say the name of it again. Zero Escape Virtue's Last Reward. Okay. It is a sequel to 999, which was a cult hit on the DS. you got to help me out a little. Um, it, essentially, you play mind games in this game. So you go through and you solve puzzles and it's like an adventure game. You explore, you test the environment and then there's a huge element of it that is like essentially the prisoner's dilemma. And okay. the, the premise is you've all been kidnapped and wired with these bracelets that will kill you if you get to zero points on your bracelet. That's and you gain, you gain points by like betraying or allying with people. This is a game you liked? I loved it. It's kind of got similarities to Battle Royale, actually, that movie. It's it's largely because it's a puzzle, and then it's like the psychological analysis. Because I actually went back and I tried it a couple different ways. And, like, you're in the room, and you, you get, like, three points if you betray them, and, and you get two points if you ally, and you lose three points if you, if you if they betray you and you try to ally with them. Okay. It's the Prisoner's Dilemma game. That... Well, in the Prisoner's Dilemma, the best possible outcome is that you both don't betray each other. No, the best possible outcome is one of you betrays someone and gets a lot of points because you get out of no, jail. No, in, in an actual, in an actual dilemma. dilemma. No, in an actual prisoner dilemma, if you betray them and they don't betray you, you get out of jail and they go to jail. But if you both betray each other, or you don't betray each other, then you both what, serve some What's time. most likely to happen is you both betray each other and you get screwed. Yeah. If you so, both clam up, so no the, one gets screwed. The game has a predetermined way that it's going to allow it to play out. So it's 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 very interesting because it's both the puzzle solving and the creepy story and the prisoner's dilemma and it has like 27 endings. And when playing 999, I think I got 3 of the different endings and some of them are very surprising cuz like in 999 once I just got stabbed. I was just like going about the game and then suddenly like my screen goes dark and it's like someone snuck up behind you and stabbed you, you're dead. <laughs> and that was the end and I was only on like the seventh level of the game because doesn't, doesn't that feel like that's what a lot of old Nintendo games used to feel like? You just, yeah, just something would just happen dead. and be like, "You're dead." But you're like, "Oh my goodness, someone betrayed me!" And that's... then you play through again and make different decisions and see what happens. And so I that, so that was nine nine nine. That was nine nine nine. And then the new one. And is... this has a similar mechanic, but okay. I haven't finished a play. It's by the same game makers. Or yeah, game it's, an, it's a sequel. Okay, so Atlas, Atlas, right? it's, it's Atlas, or sorry, Axis, not Atlas. Yeah, similar Axis games. Okay, cool. <laughs> That would be mine. It's yeah. on 3DS and Vita. And now, and you have it on Vita though. Yes. You think it's I better on Vita? Screen. Oh, okay. It's the same game on both. No, are there any of the games that you wanted to buy on on the Vita that you haven't for some reason, or games um, you were interested in? Persona Four Golden, which yeah. is 
That's supposed to be like really good. Isn't yeah. It? yeah, which is just Persona Four expanded, and I've always wanted to play a Persona and never that. have. So I'm really looking forward to that as well. And sound shapes, I'm interested in, but I don't know if you're interested in that. I keep almost buying it. It's really good. good. It's really fun. Like I played it, and like once you beat it, you probably won't ever play it again. But you could, but just to I guess do better times and stuff. But yeah. uh, it's it's pretty enjoyable. I like that you could play it on either uh, PS3. If you buy it on Vita, you get both. Uh, yeah, uh, no, not cross-play, cross-buy. Cross-buy, that's the yeah. one. Oh, the really? If you buy it on Vita, you get both. Yes. What if you get it on PSN? You, uh, you, you buy don't. it on one, you get You, you don't. don't. You have, you have to really? buy the, uh, as far as I know, you have to buy the Vita one, and it gives you the PS3 one for... That this, would be nice to have, actually. That's what it does for most of the games. Like, I know that for MotorStorm RC, it's the same. You have to buy the Vita one, and it gives you the PS3 one. It's weird. As long as you pay the money, it shouldn't matter. It shouldn't matter, but that's the way they're doing it. I don't. I can't explain it. It's pretty good. I would prefer... The Vita version's a lot better, <laughs> I think. It's identical, but just because their control sticks are tinier and a little bit easier to use, uh, it makes some of the, the levels a lot easier. Just because the... I don't know, it's hard to describe, but you know how, like, when just when you move the stick around, it, it just, it's a little smoother on the Vita. Yeah. Because you got the smaller stick as well, whereas when you have a you larger one... You don't have the one, big, as large an axis. So yeah, but I like the screen on my TV. Yeah, and you can play both. Yeah. Like, who cares? Like, you can hey. do whatever... Like, if she bought it on the Vita, you can play it on PS3 yeah, at the same time she's playing now. it on Vita. Yeah. I mean, and then your trophies will, will mix in with I each other. I don't care about trophies. I don't care, but it's still... I right. have decided to move on from trophies. I did uh, too much trophy hovering this last generation... It ruined a lot of games for me. It ruined it Sonic for you, didn't it? Ruined Sonic for me. Ruined the Blob. It it ruined a lot. So I don't want that to happen anymore. And it enhanced almost nothing for yeah. me. I've stopped caring, but I still like what I get them. But so I've stopped actually kind of seeking them focusing out. on the Wii U for more than one reason. I get the Miiverse. I get the tablet functionality, and I don't have to ever worry about the trophies. Mm. It's kind of refreshing. No, I can imagine. Ball, handheld. Go. Mario Kart Seven come out this year. Seven uh, last year. Yeah. <laughs> you are a year behind. I am. But I love Mario Kart 7. It was great fun bringing Mario Kart back. Um, Wow. What did I buy recently this year? So you, I, bought, I did buy a lot of handhelds this year. I bought uh, the Mario, obviously, which was fantastic. It's still in my Mario. system right now. My, my <laughs> the, the April, Mario. April loves Mario, right? She, she, As soon as I bought it, she grabbed my 3DS and played it nonstop. Killed it like every day. Like, and you said you're thinking about getting another 3DS to... We had joked constantly, like, or maybe we can borrow, like, one of the little girls, uh, uh, April's best friend, Sherry, her little girl, uh, Emma, has a 3DS. So we thought maybe we could borrow her 3DS, maybe at least buy another copy of the game, and play Mario Luigi co-op and go through it. Well, there's a new... Oh, no, it comes to Mario Kart 7. Anyway, there's a price drop, apparently rumored for the 3DS soon. And the 3DS XL has got a pack-in with Mario Kart 7. It's... I think two hundred bucks. I think it's one ninety nine for for the XL and Mario Kart Seven already on there. Yeah. So the prices are becoming more reachable. So yeah. if that is a, a thought. We'll see. But she never ever played again unless there was no there. Mario. You ever a Mario or Donkey Kong Country? She's loving it. Nintendo has said that this is probably so the, the only of me. <laughs> the only new Super Mario Brothers that is likely to be on. Like that's the kind of thing. Like they keep saying, oh, there's so many new Super Mario Brothers uh, games, but they've all been on different consoles. They'd never double up. So That's this might be the only one. Yeah. Why is that? I don't know. I guess they, they make so much money off one that I feel they don't need to put the resources to making a new one. Because these are evergreen titles. They sell and they sell and they yeah. sell and they sell. I do sell. give them credit for not just pumping one out every year. I mean that... Yeah, and these two came out really close <laughs> together in the same year and everyone's like, oh, so much overload. But one is for the Wii U and one's for the 3DS and they're saying, look, that's all you get. 
Wow. I hope not. I, I, They're going to have DLC for both. <sighs> yeah. Because they for moved both? on to yeah. 3D Mario now. And then they move on to 3D Mario. That's fine, but I think... Okay, Wii U's life cycle just started. I think it'll deserve one more with the next five years. I would so be fine with that if they would change the music and the art style. If they change the, all the all the Mario games change the way they look. Mario one and three completely different. Mario two and Mario World completely okay. different, okay. and their music evolved as well. Sure. Yeah. If you could change it, and like, why does it have to be the same plasticky looking? Like, he looks like a little miniature character of like of, of an action figure. Why can't he look more cartoony? Why can't he look like he's pastel? Why can't he look this That's or that? That's Paper Mario. No, I'm saying like even the backgrounds of the Van Gogh paintings in Mario U, which look fantastic. Wouldn't it be great if in those levels Mario looked like he was Van Gogh? Like a kind of cool brush strokes instead. Mm. Like Epic Yearn? Well, I'm, Kirby I'm, almost? Like, uh, he yeah, could, but that he could change from world to world. They could, he could be more creative, guys. Make, he goes into a world and he's Candy Mario all of a sudden. Like, just go crazy. Don't make the same stock character. As soon as Mario 64 came out and they released that box art and said, look, here's the new Mario. Mario and Mario 64 didn't look like that. But remember the plasticky kind of like mm-hmm. Mario that was on that box art? Yeah. That's the one that they kind of said... Apparently, this is the Mario that we want. He's going to look like this, his iconic look. This is his Mickey Mouse finalized version. Because mm. Mickey didn't start off finalized no, either. I like his. I like Mickey's original version. And then Mario Sunshine, the GameCube allowed them to round all the edges off, and he looked a little more plasticky, and then they kind of just perpetuated that with Mario mm. Galaxy and all the other games that to follow. And he hasn't changed or evolved or made anything different. But it was so neat when a new Mario game would come up back in the day. Like, how's he look? You know, how's, is it going to change? What are the, what's the music going to be like? How's the world's going to look? Mario became too big, and they can't change him anymore because that's that's what he <gasps> is looks that really like. Really true though, because well, as I said, Super just Mario is their favorite series. Yes, but it's a specific offshoot. It's not the core franchise. But they could, but they, if they redid him, they could. People would know who he looked like. You know, uh, he's still a young like it's we're still a young medium we're dealing with. Yeah, it's no, not I as know. entrenched as other mediums. And, no, I know, but I mean that that just kind of that happens. It's just. It takes hold, and then that's just what it what it becomes. But I mean, they could change. It. Your, your your example of Mickey is spot on. Like we had the Mickey that became famous, and then they rounded the edges and made him much more. But now Epic Mickey, he's he's made to look more like classic Both Mickey. Cool. Yeah. It's his eyes. Yeah. So they can do it. Just do it. <laughs> yeah, but then but a lot of people said that's not canonical. Like Mickey, I'm not yes. I'm not saying change it's the same his thing hat. with Mario. I'm not saying yeah. take out his uh, his gloves or his hat or his little overalls. I'm saying just change the art style. Yeah, make it look like Paper Mario. He looks like he's made out of paper. Would okay? you Would you play a, a Jim Lee Mario? That would look stupid. How many pockets would he have? <laughs> he's, well, he's not life out. <laughs> but just don't, him, don't make him look like he's plastic. <laughs> The Epic Mario example is interesting. The Epic Yarn kind of thing. He doesn't have to look like Yarn, but I mean, like the, it's not really a Mario game. But Super Mario World Two, Yoshi's Island. What a beautiful looking game. The pastels that they use. The oh, car- so it looked like it was drawn by a kid. Yeah. Everyone, that's Yoshi. They know what Yoshi looks like. Oh yeah, those are shy guys, but the shy guys were drawn differently. Mm. That whole world was so imaginative. It blew people away. Look, I know Shigeru Miyamoto doesn't work as closely on the games now as he used to, um, but. There's got to be someone in that company who has a vision of an art style because honestly, some of the levels, as I said, are just so imaginative in the new game. Um, there are people there who know what they're doing, and I just and the music. I mean, really, do we need to hear that bop bop music anymore? You know, the clock clock, the same kind of chirp chirp every time. Yeah, change it. It's because they're too afraid to change. But the Mario Galaxy games aren't anything like these games, and they're genius. Yeah, well, again, because it feels like it feels like they're doing something separate. Like that's why it has like that's why it's called Super Mario Galaxy, and not just 
But this is called New Super Mario Brothers. Be more new. And in spite of Nathan's reservations, was that your handheld of the year? <laughs> Going back to the original topic. <laughs> yes. Well, I don't even remember what Paul said. It's been so long since we got into this. Bought a lot yeah. of handhelds. No, I got. I, I bought uh, Pokemon Conquest. I don't know if that was this year or not, but mm-hmm. um, you know, it was yeah. Final Fantasy Tactics. How was Pokemon. that? It's good. It's not. Um, there's a lot of third-party, actually, sorry, non-primary Pokemon games. Okay. They're all garbage, right? Ranger and other, like, Snap and whatever you want to you call it, You don't like Pokemon right? Snap? That is much beloved. Beloved? But, uh, beloved. Was, was 64 title? Beloved. But a lot of offshoot games that have seen very minimal to no success. I think this was something that was a really neat idea. Um, <coughs> excuse me. Um, again, for, for a first time, like, you can look past the, the little flaws with it. And it's it's a lot of fun. It's a great little tactics game. Absolutely, I enjoyed it very much. Is that your game? Sure, I'll take Pokemon Conquest. <laughs> Pokemon Conquest. So you didn't get Black uh, and White too? I did actually. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm still playing through the original versions of uh, of White before I get into the second one. Mm-hmm. So I did download that Dream Radar game to, which is something to do when you're on the can and need something to do, but nothing special. <laughs> I play with you on the can. Ew, don't do that. Oh. No, not yet. I haven't actually. Not yet, that. though. He says not yet. Only personal consoles. <laughs> we share that one. Oh, that's not but, right. Um, That'd be fun. And you could use that bop bop music while you're pooping, right? It's like a time. Boop, boop. Oh, they haven't changed the music. Like, you know what I mean? Mario 1 and Mario 2 and Mario 3 and Mario World. It's all different music and it's all, like, exciting. And Koji Kondo comes in there and it knocks okay, out but, the park. But realize, you had the Super NES Super Mario World, right? And then after that, you had no side scrolling Mario forever. You got, you had sixty four. You had Sunshine. But the music still changed. Galaxy. Yeah, you're fine. But then what they did is they went back, right? And we all need a Super Mario RPG to finally. Let's go. Yeah, people Square it out. But the guys who did that at Square are gone. Fine, making a new there can one. be new guys. Yeah, but the, the yeah. talent at Square is obsessed with making sequels to Final Fantasy Thirteen. <laughs> there are three sequels for Final Fantasy Thirteen that have been announced and. I've, what level of development are they at with those games? Nobody knows. But Final Fantasy X HD, nowhere to be seen. <laughs> wow. Whatever. Anyway, There's... so you're saying that they relaunched this, and they're like going back <laughs> to the old kind of thing, but they haven't even remixed like the original Mario music. They're just doing bop, bop, their new kind of music. Like, it's been four bloody games, and it's the same music. I think you're I really just even, that like, passionately about They haven't even music. like taken the same composition. And then, like, remastered it or done, like, new stuff with it. It's the same MIDI kind of... I, need, to, you I need you to just What's record the bop-bop and then just put it on a loop. And mm-hmm. that'll just be an audio track I'll have. And I can just listen to it. And bop I think what they're the trying to accomplish bop, is bop. introduce the <laughs> yes. classic style Mario to the new generation and have us as the old-timers go, oh, I remember that. And it's weird that you're an old timer. They now? did that with one game, the DS in 2006, okay? <laughs> but, like, you know, they could... They put enough resources behind it, and there clearly is attention and detail put into these things. Just change it up from game to game. And I, I, I guess they're like, thumb, you know, putting the game as the whole like screw you're you guys buy it anyways. because you're gonna buy it anyways. Yep. And you did, and you loved it. I will buy all of them. I will. I will not, I'm not gonna you, stop. You got it with a steel book, didn't you? I got that steel book from Future Marcus. Shop that uh, is all available only to Canadian pre-orders from Future Shop. So, yeah, suck um, it, America. Take that, America. We got one. We got one. <laughs> Canada. Fuck <laughs> yeah. We get no, almost nothing. No, that's not polite at all. That's not how we would say it. That's not how we'd say Canada, it. Canada, do you mind if we say it? <laughs> I like mine better. <laughs> yeah, you said a little bit more punch. Okay, my <laughs> favorite portable. Uh, 
Excuse me. Two months ago, I would have had nothing to say, but now that I have the Vita, I have a lot of options. Look at you go. You have one game to choose from. I'm <laughs> sure. <laughs> it's not. I don't. I don't enjoy it. it. Doesn't own it. Oh, you do own it. I do own it. I bought it. It's not good. And then um, it became free. It feels very. It it feels like a launch title in a lot because it was. It was. I mean, yeah. but it, there's but an some, amazing uncharted card game that they released. I actually bought it and I'm enjoying it. Oh, oh no. Blazes. I bought that. Um, yeah, it's actually kind of fun, and I'm. You know, I'll get. I'm not going to enjoy so much crap. It's not, it's not that. Wow! That was really harsh. Both in comics and gaming, Adam. Come wow! On. You dissected his entire life, right? Yeah, there. like you like so much crap. I do like a lot of crap, but uh, as for Uncharted, no, I just found that there's a lot of. Um, it wants you to do <laughs> a lot of. Just talking about Pokemon. I don't know. <laughs> there's a there's a lot of touchscreen stuff that it it's feels a good very series, like, but people sometimes it feels it's like, for eight year olds. I know. I'm, is it? I don't know. It. I still I know a lot of twenty hey, somethings. And let Adam talk. Thirty somethings. I'm a, I'm a, I gotta collect them all. Right, I'm a big collector. You gotta have them all. I guess yeah. the biggest criti- criticism is it hasn't evolved too much. That's really all it is. That seems to be a it's common problem you have. It's is evolution. Stuff. Yes. He's not happy with evolution. All right, so Uncharted, not a huge fan. Um, it just it's looking sh- for the Vita is good. Uh, well, um, good. I mean, good. What's awesome? Give I, me some awesome. I've really enjoyed Wipeout 2048. 2048. It's a of. racing game. Okay. It's a new version. Like it's zero. It's a, no F zero. We're waiting for a real F zero. It's, that it's a version of the wipeout that was already on the place on the right. PSN or PlayStation. Is that the free before. one we got? It's not. It's it's a, it's a new version. It's a it's it's based on the same kind of engine. But it's, it's evolved. But it's evolved. So you <laughs> and like it's it. very good. Um, I I bought. Well, I didn't buy. But through uh, Plus, I was playing a uh, Gravity Rush, which I didn't think I'd like, but I'm actually really enjoying. I think you'd like it, Amber. I tried it. I didn't like it. Really? Yeah. I really like the art style. But yeah, the, the art mechanics style. itself I found a little awkward. Were you disorientated? They I are a little. They are a little awkward because you're like, you're I kept propelling to yourself through the air to kick them, and I kept missing. Yeah, I'm just not it's, a, it's, a, it's not a game. Uh, My spatial sense is too bad to play that game. I'm just trying to think, I it either have to be Wipeout 2048 or Motorstorm RC, which I really enjoyed. UFC. Did you try an MLB? Both racing games, actually. That's weird. I did not think that that'd be... Because there's been a lot of other games, but I've played, like, the Assassin's Creed. Not that good. I mean, it's okay, the Liberation game, but it's not that great. Uh, I played the Uncharted. I didn't really enjoy... I I was really hoping for a lot from it. I thought it would be the Uncharted game I didn't get this year, and I thought this would be a lot of fun, and then I just found it to be no, awkward. I... The motion controls weren't that good. Uh, I got stuck at stupid places, like... There's a log I just have to walk across and not fall. And I couldn't get it to, to work properly. So I, I just found it very frustrating. And I was so excited about the game. Mm. And then it gave me nothing. So I'm these so like Wipeout and Motorstorm, yeah, they're just racing games. But I've, I've, I find myself playing them over and over again because I want to do better. I want to get more medals. I want to, mm-hmm. you know, I just want to progress more in the game because there's so many tracks to do it on. So it gives me more for my buck. More for my buck. Yeah. I still think that there's nothing really there's nothing really to sell that system. Persona 4 is a huge critical success. It was already been released on the PlayStation 2. Mm. I do agree that I don't think there's anything on the Vita that really says you need to buy this. But which is a, which is a sad state of affairs because it's coming up in a year now. Isn't it two? No, it's the first year this year. Vita just came out this year. Yeah. In February. If they feel like two years. I feel like it's been out longer. Yeah, it's, um, it hasn't even been a year yet. Okay. Yeah, because I got it in April. It's only been out a couple months. But the problem is that a lot of Japanese developers are still producing games for the PSP because the PSP is outselling the Vita. It's in a Japan. huge install base. But it's outselling the like in terms of Japan and Japanese creators, 
Um, it's still the home of Monster Hunter, and a lot of people still get together for Monster Hunter parties mm-hmm. on their PSP. And there's no Monster Hunter Vita, and there might not be because 3DS got it. Got the next Monster Hunter. I wish they, I wish they'd made it so that the Vita could play like actual disc PSP games in some way, because there's a lot I would, I never had a chance to purchase. Yeah, I but you need to have a motor and a laser. <laughs> I know. And, yeah, but a lot why. of it is being converted now. Almost the entire library has been converted. It's got yeah, be. Crisis yeah. Core is yeah. not available. There's a lot, yeah. ton of stuff. That's are you never like, are you kidding though? me? Final Fantasy never, Seven Crisis Core? Because they said. Their goal was to make it all available. I hope so. Mega powered up. I don't because I really want to play Marvel Ultimate Alliance One because there's characters I never got to play before. You didn't play Ultimate Alliance One? I played on the PS3, but not or sorry PS2 and on the PS3, but I never played it on a PSP. Oh, and there's, so oh, they there's, had the exclusive. There's characters. exclusive characters, and I would actually it play the game. Fun, I, I was imagine. like, what? it wouldn't be as much fun, but I'd still go back to play as those characters. Like, I, I think I would to play as Captain <laughs> Marvel. Alone? Like a loser? No, wow. those games are for multiplayer. That's Absolutely. Rough. I love playing. I, I, I agree. four game controllers played with my buddies, yep. those Legend yeah. games. Yep. The first that game, I don't even... Like, yeah, I just played with all my friends. It's just a disappointment the second one just wasn't as fun. Because I really not wanted to play fun. online with we you guys. We played that one together, didn't we? Yeah, we yeah, played it. It was all right. Yeah, that's why it's two was such a disappointment, eh? I remember being very excited. Remember that day yeah. when like, oh, yeah. Adam Adam, we all came so together? Excited. and was like, let's do this. And we're like, what's happening? Like, why can't you use my character? like... It was so generic with the enemies. It's like now it's a robot. Oh yeah, yeah. Everything was exactly. Everything the same. is a robot. Yes. It was. It was a real it letdown. Was, that was the whole the game. Whole thing, yeah. And the Tinkerer was there, and he made the robots. And then Nick Fury was almost a robot, and then he was a super robot that the Tinkerer was manipulating. <laughs> and then that's the Nick Fury was manipulating him. That's the Nick Fury you unlocked. And then they were in a Wakanda yeah. for like two hours, <laughs> and then it was the end. Yeah, but yeah, from going weird. to be like you played like in Atlantis, and you played. On the Blueberry oh, of the, the Moon. Oh, the first one? And, yeah. Oh, the first one? No, they did not go to the Blueberry of the Moon, but I wish they did. They went to fight uh, in the Skrull Homeworld, didn't they? <laughs> oh, yeah, they went to fight Galactus from... Yeah, but you were under the water, you were in space, You yeah. were, and then you're There's like, There's a carnival oh, wait, like, or something you've seen, remember that? Or oh, arcade, wasn't it? It was arcade yeah. doing yeah. something, right? Yeah. Doom's Castle. It was really exciting. Like, I remember playing that the first time. And then you went to, like, Limbo or whatever with Doctor Strange and... Yeah, oh, that's right. And Blackheart, was it? Not Blackheart. Was it Blackheart? Blasco's infinitely less interesting to me. Of course he is, but uh, he's still there. Yeah. Uh, now, okay, so we've done games that came out this year. What are you looking forward to most for next year? <laughs> Silence. So nothing. many games, though. Nothing? No, nothing. Uh, the Last Guardian, which has not been announced. Dark Souls 2? Dark Souls 2, if it comes out, yeah, that'll be a super awesome. I'm excited for Tomb Raider. Bioshock Infinite, yeah. Bioshock Tomb Raider. Actually, yeah, yeah Bioshock 2 and uh, Tomb Dark Souls 2. Tomb Raider. Bioshock Infinite and Dark Souls 2. Tomb Raider, I'll get first day. Like, I'm really, yeah. really excited that for it. That looks good, too. I didn't Beyond get an Uncharted souls. game this year, so... <laughs> Paul. You don't care at all? I'm actually very excited last to hear... Last of Us. Um, oh, the Last of Us. When does that come out? Uh, that is, I think, been dated for April? Really? Wow, what is happening this year? Why does everything come out in March and April? Like... It's always, that always They're happens. all trying to squeeze it out into the last finance, uh, fiscal quarter so they can get their earnings okay. up. Yeah. Um, last of Luigi's Mansion really 2. About. Are you excited for Luigi's Mansion 2 for the 3DS? Okay. Um, now you can't see this, but he just waved his hand and I wish you watched last I'm excited for the Wonderful 101. Uh, Everyone's Wii, pretty big on that. Yeah. Which is platinum, so I'm excited. And then Nintendo, Virgie Fizume has said that Nintendo has games that is, is holding back and is not announced to kind of fill in the gaps that will be happening early next year. Okay. So I'm excited for those to be announced. I want to see what they've been holding back. Yeah, me too. Because like, we watched E3 this past year and like, there's nothing. Yeah. You know. Here's a spoiler. It won't be F-Zero. <laughs> I'm crushed. Because they did an interview with Shigeru Miyamoto and he's like, you guys still want that? Why do you want that? Can you explain to me what you're interested about? Like he was, uh, he was mystified. He's like, everything that's been done with that series has been done. There's nothing new. 
Like, that's how Nintendo does it. Like, they think of ideas for things, and then they go, okay, what idea, what franchise would suit this idea? So even Kirby's like a yarn, they're like, oh, we can make things made of yarn, we can do cool things with yarn. And then they finish the game, like, concept, and they're like, okay, what character do you want to put on here? Yeah, let's do Kirby. I do that all the time with the games. Mario Sunshine was like a game about shooting water out of a nozzle yeah, yeah. and cleaning things. And like, who could we put on this game? Let's make it a Mario game. Like, they do that. So That's kind of but, fascinating. Yeah, it's a completely different philosophy of game design. the stage, yeah. it's like, we've made a game. Let's make some characters and draw some character art of pictures and there's a world and there's a purpose and there's a villain. And like... And it's Batman, yeah, apparently. What's, what's the game? <laughs> what do you do in this game? We don't know. We don't yeah. know, but look at the drawing of the dragon. <laughs> look at Joe Mad did. Yeah, right. Oh, freaking Joe Mad, right? He like, that stupid character of war and death that he's drawing for those games. I know that the Dark Siders, Dark Siders? Dark Siders games are celebrated, but I don't yeah. not like his art design on those. No, no it's the nineties all over again. Just looking shoulder pads. What about McFarlane on uh, Kingdoms of Amalur? Did McFarlane do that work yes. for that? Really? Really? That was McFarlane. I need to play art. that game. When does uh, it's a good game, wasn't it? It's supposed to be extremely good. Yeah. When does Bioshock Infinite actually come out? Uh, February. Uh, it's been pushed it's back been to March. February. No. Oh, March. Yes, because yeah. it was February. Now it's March. Okay. I'm very pumped for that. Ooh, I Dragon Age Three. I beat it. Their uh, Bioshock games. And uh, Adam, how you doing on that? You took it back. So what do you think? Yeah. <laughs> I was playing Bioshock One. and I was enjoying it. I just got way late. Well, I can reload it to you again. Okay. okay. Uh, today's it's, it's a horrible time because now that I'm I'm back working, I have not touched a game in a long time. You but, know what? You may just skip to do Bioshock Infinite because it's looking really really good. Isn't it a prequel? It is a yeah. Different... It is a prequel, but yeah. it's a complete, It's not Rapture. It's a pre- completely different thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's being the future. The, the whole Mega Man stuff coming up, right? So yeah. Okay. That will be yeah, tomorrow, fruit, right? <laughs> yeah. Tomorrow. So I'm, well, yeah, it's I, the twenty fifth anniversary of Mega Man. We're recording this on the sixteenth, and the the release of the Famicom version of the, of Mega Man or Rockman was uh, tomorrow. Really, uh, twenty five years ago. So um, they're releasing a free game on PC that um, I, I know Mega you Man don't Street care Fighter. about, but Mega Man Cross Street Fighter, and it's an eight bit style Mega Man game where yeah. you, the bosses are all the Street, Street Fighter, Fighter characters. characters. <laughs> That's awesome. a good idea. Um, That's cool. Why would I care about that? Because it's a PC game that. I mean, I wouldn't have ever... Okay, here's the deal. I, I love Super Meat Boy's concept. I love everything about this game. It's an ode to Mario and all the great platformers. And it didn't come to Wii, and I prefer the crosspad on the Wii. Mm. And it, then it, it came to PC and Xbox 360. And the crosspad on the 360 is like a butt. Garbage. You know? Like, Garbage. it might look nice, but Garbage. no function. Butt functions. <laughs> <laughs> no, no function. Butts have no function. Um... <laughs> No, it's just terrible. It's just not a good crosspad because Nintendo owns a patent on a crosspad. That's why you'll never see an actual crosspad. Really? Sony cuts it, right? Yeah. yeah. And then friggin' 360, Garbage. it's like this giant one Vita piece of one, plastic. Though. Vita, yeah. they're they're tricky. They kind of, they yeah. like scored it. It's this like time. dented, so it's okay. And I don't know yeah. if they're like tempting them. They're like, <laughs> "What are you gonna do, Iwata?" And he's like, "Don't care. Our system sells yours like three to one." Um, yeah. So. Uh, this is the controller. I'm all about controller with Twitch control games. My Mega Man, I need to have a nice crisp controller. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so I, PC I went online. Just is garbage for you. Well, when they announced this Mega Man game and they're like only available for PC, I'm like, I'm not playing this like a loser on a keyboard. Yeah. So I, I looked up the stuff to get the drivers for a PS3 controller to be inserted with okay. USB. Uh, I would have used a remote, uh, but I need Bluetooth and I don't have that on my laptop. So uh, I did that now. I installed the drivers. I went through all that pain of yeah. working with a PC and things that aren't compatible and troubleshooting is the worst. Okay. And now I was able to get that working with like some emulators, right? So this yeah. works. Great. Okay. So then I went on Steam and downloaded Meat Boy, Super Meat Boy. Love it. It's a fantastic game. And now I'm all set up with my PS3 controller to play tomorrow 
uh, Mega Man. That's Crash exciting. Spider. You must show me how to do that. Yeah, I sure. That's, love to. that's awesome. That's the only way yeah, to play. I don't play four arrow keys and no, then literally no, and like a loser. Yeah, yeah. Like, a loser. like a loser, like a PC loser. Yeah, yeah shut we, up. We, I'm a console gamer. You don't I'm play on PC. You I cannot, love you on cannot PC. take I your fingers. PC. I just don't have a good gaming PC. What? And and, and what effectively games? use them. Games. All games. What? Better I'm sorry. I was shocked that she loves. Especially on a platform like Mega Man. That's what I'm saying. You can't do it. You got to rock your thumb. Your thumb has to be the 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 point of all action, and you can't coordinate your fingers and like tap tap tap. Oh, I'm going forward and I'm jumping up and I'm climbing a ladder like it's smooth. so ridiculous yeah. playing Mario 3 on the keyboard which I've tried is the worst when you're swimming one of the things you have to do is hold the up button and jump to jump out of water but if yeah. you're trying to swim forwards and then jump and then hit the up button and then grab onto a ladder and avoid the cheap cheeps it's all just a nightmare um, the simplicity of your two thumbs just kind of rocking back and forth between those buttons is unmatched. Now, Paul is very unique in this way because he actually plays A and B button with his two fingers, his <laughs> index and his middle. Really? Which I've never seen, yeah. except with Paul. I've seen other techniques of Wait, how you hold the controller, but I've never seen him... Yeah, so he'll use his thumb like a normal person on the cross pad. Yeah. And then he kind of does this weird thing where he uses oh. his fingers. Yeah, like this. So I don't understand I, I'm always holding down my... my shoot, make sure my, my Mega Buster... Okay. And that's always charged, ready to go, and then I have my free finger to, to huh. jump. All Which in want. Mario is your run. You're yeah, always going exactly. to run anyway. Same thing. Yeah. Is that the only game that you play with? Or I do, do, you do that? Mario with that too. Now, how do, you, how do you do the dash to make my X like that? With the dash, I tend to end up doing the tap tap. Yeah, that's direction. crazy, because all I do is reroute it to the R button, and then I have my I th- thumb. I can do that then, too. Yeah. yeah. Huh. That's really interesting. That's just the way. Yeah. It, like, it's gotten a lot harder with. These new consoles and concepts. I like on a Wii U controller. I'm host, but this for the tiny, yeah. Um, you know, but I can do it. Like when I first started playing Mega Man Hardcore on the Super NES, Mega Man X, right? That was how I picked up how to play, even with the old NES controller, right? Yeah, that was it. Wow. Yeah, I had to map into the R button because with Mega Man X, the whole idea of rocking between the Y and the B button was no longer available an option because you had to rock between Y, B, and A, and so then you. I would not. Yeah, yeah. It's interesting how new controllers do that to you. Yeah. Um. Okay, so tomorrow the announcement. Hopefully, we're gonna get some announcements on some future stuff because the big argument that what they're claiming at Capcom is, well, we got Mega Man. What do you want to do? We go classic, we go X, something new, Star Force, this, that, everything. Like they had this amazing property. I have no clue to do with it. Why did you just almost say European voice there? I don't know. <laughs> hey, hey. But Capcom is the mob. They, they okay, know, they don't sure. know what's going yeah. on with this thing, and no. so as, as a fan, as a fellow fan, what? What would make you happy if they announced this tomorrow? What I would like is for KG Inafune to be hired back as a consultant and then say, Inafune-san, make us a new Mega Man game. I'd be like, yeah. But that's not going to happen because <laughs> he left and he's done with them. So um, here's the problem, right? They spend this entire year of the 25th anniversary of what's considered by many to be their headliner character, or at least one of their most notice- notable characters. I mean, Ryu is really their mascot now, isn't he? Which is um, a shame. Yeah, because yeah, he's, he's, he's was. But, but those are good games. I mean, Street Fighter is a good series. Um, not my favorite, but it's a good series. Um, and they said this, spent this year trolling the fans and like just not saying things or saying, like, oh, I'll have announcements for you later and we're canceling Mega Man Legends 3 and we're going to put the fat, paunchy Mega Man from the box art in uh, Street Fighter Cross Tekken and we're, we're canceling Mega Man um, Universe. Ultimate vs. Capcom, they gave us a skin on Yeah, Zero. they gave us a skin for Zero, yeah. and everyone wants him, and they want yeah. Cyclops, and we don't get either. Um, that's Marvel's fault, I guess. And then at the end of the year, they go, there's this fan-made game 
that we didn't make. No. That we have graciously allowed him to produce with our name on it. Right. And we're not going to sue him. And we're going to let you play that game for free. Now, he was going to let you play the game for free anyway. <laughs> uh, but it's out. It's, it is true that this is out. And this is a game that can be played. Yes. Not on any console, because that would cost us money for a rating by the, you know, by the um, yes, ESRB, ESRB rating. Yeah. And the, plus, the, the console makers themselves probably want a cut of, of, the, of the game. And we mm. don't really want to charge people money. And it would take longer to do. Really, what we're saying is we didn't plan this beforehand. We didn't get our stuff together earlier this year and, and go through ESRB and do all we had to do. We're out of time, and so it's out. And like we might have another announcement for you, so I think tomorrow we're going to be disappointed. What I would like to hear? Absolutely. Mega Man 11, Mega Man um, X9, I'd love to hear that stuff. But I, I don't... Why would I have hope for a company who has done this to their fans for the past few years? It's kind of ridiculous. Like, I don't... I'm not a really big in the Mega Man but like I don't understand why any company would do that like it's a everyone, money everyone knows Mega Man I so have why, the money why not for, <laughs> why won't they take your money you, you have the money at home yes I will give you anything you want for Mega if Man if you charge me $30 for Mega Man 11 I'd probably complain and then buy it <laughs> yeah like I bought your garbage Mega Man X7 and 8 which were okay I didn't terrible. do that because <laughs> I played that first you, you have standards apparently yeah oh this is so bad they were bad but people so, bought them but at least but it was a Mega Man do, game do you stick with the eight bit for eleven? Do you do you for X? Do you go Super NES style, or do you keep it where it was kind of going? Do you reboot the whole bloody thing? Like, where did it go? Uh, okay, uh, I was listening to like Beyond the Beyond podcast, the PS3 podcast on IGN, and uh, you know, they said if they made a, an eight bit Mega Man game every year, I would buy it. I agree with that. Would you? Do you want eight bit? I would buy 8-bit Mega Man every single year. Yeah, and all they would do, used to do just sync it up with the year, guys. It's 2013. Okay, fine. It's Mega Man 13. <laughs> like, just keep going. Because we have another 100 years ahead of us. So you can get to Mega Man 99 before you have to do anything weird, right? Before you have to put an additional yeah, X. Yeah, sure. To right? X, X, X. Yeah. And then once you get to Mega Man 100, that can be X. I don't know. That's X now all of a sudden. I don't know. But, like... I, would you agree with that? I don't care, man. The, the formula is not broken. Right? No, and, and and they were like talking like, well, maybe you can make it 3D and reboot it and do all this cool. No, they tried that with Bomberman. They tried that with Bionic Commando. If the formula works a certain way, yeah. leave the formula alone. See, this it's is jump and shoot. Because you can't stand that Mario is not evolving, but you buy the same Mega Man with different levels every year. Well, I, th- I think. Well, I think it's because he's he's getting this. He's gotten the game a few times and it hasn't changed. And whereas. With Mega, and I, I think, yeah, you're right. He's kind of no, no. Mario changed every game. Mega Man didn't. Mega so Man had it, six so robot expects, masters. He expects Mega changing. Man Two had eight robot masters, and that's about it. <laughs> oh, they had Rush, and he had a slide one time. But yeah. ultimately, well, it's the, the same thing. Eventually, the robot masters kind of got better looking. And the Mega musical Man style didn't change. The graphical style didn't because change. there's not a history of change. You don't want change from it. I don't expect as much. He's okay with getting the same thing. But I think part of it's also that you haven't gotten anything new in a long time. And again, I'm not it. saying that Mario yeah. has to like not be 2D. I'm not saying, oh, I can't buy 2D games. That's let's blow. Do you want to be Mario? I no. Um, I'm saying that Mario has already a history of excellence and and completely changing the paradigm. This is the game series that that woke up the American gaming community and mm-hmm. said, look, that video game console, that Atari 2600, that has been collecting dust. <laughs> And that, that crashed the video game industry experience in 1983. 
wake up because this is what video games can be and it like blew our minds like things that look like a pipe you can go down there and it can be a whole other world inside there like yeah. and you can hit your these blocks and you never know what's going to come out of them and there's a beanstalk going into the air now jump on like it just it blew us away and then the next game which wasn't actually Mario 2 but it was actually better than Mario 2 mm. um uh, was even more creative. I mean, I, I I pull a turnip out of the ground, but now that turnip is a clock, and it freezes time. Like, are you kidding me? And I'm going into a shadow world where the clo- where the, where oh, the turnips yeah. are coins. Yeah, yeah. And if I get enough of these shadow turnip coins, I can pull a magic slot machine to get me extra Mario's. If I get enough cherries, <laughs> if you get the you gotta get the cherry, right? I love yeah. that game. And then I'm on the magic carp carpet flying through the air. To get that key, and if I get that key, that scary yeah. face will come alive and try to devour me. Yeah. Yeah. So I have to go to the transsexual, like, robot, uh, dinosaur creature <laughs> that wants to be a girl so badly, he eats eggs and puts them in his belly so he can spit the eggs out at you. Yeah. And put a bow in his head. <laughs> you know? And now I'm picking up a turnip, and it's a rocket ship. <laughs> Gotta work. You cannot beat the creativity of that, right? It's unbelievable, yeah. right? Well, but and it was, was a dream. Yeah, it was a I'm going to defeat the giant crazy. toad monster at the end who's imprisoned the magic fairy people of this world by throwing mushrooms in his mouth. Yep. And, and, and vegetables. Yeah, turnips, onions, yeah. things, yeah. <laughs> And then Mario 2 kind of went back to Mario 1 and said, okay, now you have a world and there's flying airships that aren't even connected together. And if you get all the coins, you get a white mushroom house and you can make him a frog. Or possibly a <laughs> hammer brother. Or Tanuki, which is a giant scrotum sack raccoon from Japan that can become a, like a statue. statue man. Yeah, like, Who this is unbelievable. Love- and what you want to do as a kid is find out what statue tech Tanuki Mario can, can kill. That regular Mario can't. Mm-hmm. And you know those flying magic orb things that float around like in concentric circles in yeah. the castles? You can kill those with, with Stone Mario. Mm-hmm. Can't kill them normally. No. Nope. Can you kill a Thwomp with that Stone Mario? I don't know. Never tried. <laughs> not worth the risk. But we're going to try it. No, it's not worth the risk. Okay, there's only two tricky suits in the whole game. <laughs> no, no, that's the Hammer Brothers suits are the hardest, right? That's not like, so true. That kind of creativity. And then Mario World, which is like, this, oh. it's, everything's connected and everything has a secret exit and like mm-hmm. Yoshi's here yeah, and you can kill him and jump off his back to yeah. get to higher areas. Exclamation point and the Star everywhere. World. And it's just like yeah. such a history. And then Mario 64 threw the, the dragged everyone kicking and screaming into the 3D world and said, this is how you do it. And then you do it right. Mm. And you made an excellent game and says, here's how you make a hub. And from the hub, you can use paintings to go off into other sections. Who yeah. uses hubs? Everyone uses hubs now. Yeah. You go into a hub world, this is your town, you use it. Like, they use the same Mario level rules that Shigeru gave us in that game. That's true. Like, it's such a history of this. Why wouldn't I expect it from them? And then Mario Galaxy. I, it's brilliant. It turned all it upside down and said, let's play with gravity for a while. Mm. How many ways can you play with gravity and it never gets boring? Over two games. Like, I'm sorry, it's not too much to ask them to change the music. <laughs> Mega Man's the same. Why do you put it that and way? I will play Mega Man <laughs> if it's the same. I, I, I don't, I'm, I'm not going to complain if it's different. I'm not going to complain if they get creative with Mega Man. Yeah. I just want more Mega Man. I don't want Star Force board game Battle Final Fantasy Tactics yeah. Command going isometric everywhere and I'm a kid now with weird punk hair. I just want to jump and shoot. That's all he really wants, is to jump and shoot. So make him him 3D with an analog joystick, going around like um, um, Mega Man Legends, and trying to remake the Mega Man games somehow in in 3D would be a huge mistake. I agree. They don't need to. I I don't want Metroid Prime as Mega Man, right? No. Metroid Prime was Metroid Prime, and it's brilliant. Yeah. Uh, Another slight to 25th (laughs) anniversaries is is missing the Metroid 25th anniversary. Oh, brutal. Really? 
Yeah. yeah. This, That's sad. This, this last year, I think, was Mega Man. No, sorry, was Metroid, Metroid as well, yeah. wasn't it? Wow. 2012. Yeah. I don't think they realize how big Metroid really is. It's bigger here than it is in Japan. It doesn't sell so well in Japan. Really? No, not at all. Never That's has. crazy. And when they went to first-person view, the Japanese culturally don't like first-person views, so even Metroid Prime wasn't much to them. Really? Um, to us, it's everything. Um, but And even... I can't even say that. To us, it's not everything. To Paul and I, it's everything. To gamers now, yeah. I still remember dating Amber for the first time and talking to her about, you know, your friends and whatnot, and Amber's younger than me, and so, you know, her friends are slightly younger than me, too. But in terms of generations of gaming, mm. like, she, her friends didn't know what Metroid was. Yeah. It was like, are you kidding me? It's it, This is, a, it's like, Ma- Super Metroid is a masterpiece. Like, when people look at Da Vinci's work in the world of art, they're like, he's the master. He made masterpieces. Mm. You, have to, you have to study this if you're going to be an art major, or you're even taking passing interest in art. If you're going to study anything about video games and the art form that they are, you must play Super Metroid. Super Metroid is one of the best games not, of it's, all it's, it's perfect. Time. It's a perfect game. Yes. I don't, there's no flaws. No. Find me one. No. Adam, it go. Exist. I can't <laughs> think of any. Um, and you I, give me a... People pro- don't know. I, See, I agree with you. that on the way you give me a proper remake of it, of any kind, I would... No, don't touch it. Just it? use that as inspiration, but Fine. don't... 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 Remember that story, Amber, of that lady... Who thought she could retouch yeah, up the, the picture of Jesus Christ? Did you guys no, see that? It was a, just a saint. It was uh, a saint. It wasn't Jesus. No, it was. <laughs> you see that picture, guys, online? Like, no. The eighty-two-year-old woman in a church, and this church had been donated this like priceless piece of art, and she thought she would help the church save some money by restoring it herself. Whoa! And she destroyed it, and halfway through, she realized she was destroying it, and called the police to arrest her. <laughs> Seriously? Because you destroyed the okay, you have to look up yeah. this painting because you want to, you have to see what it looks like now. Oh, God. No, 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 no. It's not even like oh, it's like you'll it's like it's so sad when you see it, you laugh because this woman thought she was doing something good. But you have to see what it looks like. It's not like messy. It's, it's, it's you have to see what it's like. Po- after the podcast I'll make sure to okay. check it out. That sounds really depressing though. It's a sad story. There's hope that Retro Studios will take a look at um, for the Wii U and do a new Metroid Prime, which with the tablet, the the, the gamepad, you imagine scanning stuff with that? Yeah, mm. no, that'd be great. <laughs> that'd be great, that'd and be the great. map will always be there. Yeah, yeah, that'd be amazing. I'm down with that. Yeah. I, I, the Wii U has so much potential, and I just hope it gets. Are you gonna get one? Gets used. Absolutely. Do you know when? Like, are you planning for it? Like you know, <sighs> next few months, next well, six months, next year. Birthday's coming up. That's all I can say. Right. <laughs> so you're just hoping it's not. <laughs> Should it make sure? Your birthday's always coming up until like like it's, it's present. It's, it's in March, so <laughs> okay. That's fairly. Should I make sure that April's listening to the podcast December. as part of it? So be like, Wii you, mm, you know, for Paul. So it, it, um, part of me is like, well, do I wait the year? Let me get the kinks out of the system. Will there be a red one? Because I'd love a red one. Um, there might eventually be. Yeah. So, but if you were to say the same thing with the Wii, like waiting for the red Wii, when did that come out? Like only two years ago. Yeah, why? Yeah. But fortunately for me, my original Wii was kind of split with my sister anyway, so it was a perfect right. excuse for me to finally get like my own. So that wasn't a big deal. Um, but um, no, I definitely will go there because I'm I've owned every single Nintendo console I'm not about to stop now. Oh, did you? Yeah, I, I skipped not, the GameCube. I have not missed it. You skipped it? Yeah. Well, you were out yeah, of the country, weren't you? Yeah, and I came back and I looked at everything and I said, "Don't care." Yeah. PS2 know. gives me Castlevania. Done. Lament of Innocence is with it. And uh, Marvelous Capcom 2 was also available on the PS2. Oh, yeah. And very hard to find for Xbox. So I saw it on the shelf in California before I even had a PS2. And I like, 
I, that day I made my decision and said, I'm going to have to get this system at some point. Yeah. So I just picked it up and then really? I never saw another copy in the wallet. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. That was a smart move. First yeah. time I saw it too. You never would have seen that again. No. And then as it's available for download with online functionality now. And um, you, you got it, right? Yeah, but no I hot, got it. No yeah. hot buttons. No, that's it's true. Functions. But I mean, like, it, it's, it's, it's value has decreased. Yes, it has. Because yeah. now there's all... Now there's it's all just a And now I play, like, Marvel superheroes all the time for the like, Marvel vs. Capcom Origins. I yeah. love Marvel superheroes. It's a lot it's of fun. So fun. Playing as Captain America? It's the crap out of everybody, man. That swing on his shield, yeah. like, in that game with everything is more slower paced, yeah. it's brutal. And Hulk doesn't have the same reach. Like, he's, mm. his projectiles are kind of crap. much different. But his and Captain is Commando is a beast in oh, and, Capcom yeah. 1. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. His, nice. his electric pound demolishes and Jin, you. man, with his super moves. Yeah. Like, every super move is like, I cover the screen. Yeah. Where are you? I Night got day. you. And I love the onslaught at the end. Like, it's brutal, though. Eh? I'm trying to get that trophy without not dying, and you can't do it. Yeah, good luck you can't do it? No, yeah, shut the front door. Do, yeah, if you if he, can't do it, I have no hope in hell. <laughs> what? You are the barometer for what Paul can do. <laughs> I gotta play some more. I, you know what? If I got a cabinet, I think it has to be Marvel superheroes. I wow. I would love a cabinet. Or MVC two. It's either that or X Men versus Street Fighter. MVC two is great for many reasons because it has all these characters, but it loses something in terms of its balancing. Okay. And, and the sprites are never redrawn. So Iceman looks like an idiot. I, uh, yeah, yeah. You know? And the cable's all super nice, and he's redrawn, hand-drawn sprite with, like, the, you know, smaller pixels. Yeah. Um, so by shoving everyone in together, I feel like X-Men vs. Street Fighter is a little more balanced. Interesting. Um, and I enjoy it more in that way. The, I played so many hours of MC2, it's, it's, it has a special place in my heart, but I don't know, the music's terrible. The levels yes, are horrible. Yes. I will give you that. I'll give you that. Um, having to but play against Jill and her stupid juggling and all the extra <laughs> thing. And if someone who who's obsessed with Magneto and yes, juggles with Magneto all day long. Yes, and, I know. No, the, the, but pick every, you up off the ground. Every fighting game has its It's, well, it's true, but then there's games like Street Fighter 2. Which and Street Fighter 2 Championship Edition, which uh, which actually sorry, that's the original game. Um, um, Turbo, which are so well balanced. Like that's one of the reasons why Street Fighter became what it is. Because from the get-go, it was such a well-balanced game. And it has a few little things that you could do, like freezing the screen with guile, you know, things like that. Mm. But ultimately, yeah. it was so well done. Um, I remember going itself. to a Final Cannon once that was so messed up, you could just quickly, with guile, go back and forth really fast, and Sonic boom, Sonic boom, Sonic boom. Really? And just constantly. And you could just have these flailing, waving That's Sonic booms at right you. That's a balancing No, it was, it was a hacked version of the game. Oh, okay. It was like Super Mega Turbo Edition or something okay. ridiculous, right? And everything, like, Ryu had these fireballs that intersected each other and, and did crazy things, and these things they couldn't normally do in, in the regular version of the game. Messed. I guess it speaks to the populator of anything uh, more tact, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Got a little uh, little visitor, Adam, in your room. Little push, push. This is exciting. I'm glad that people who are listening have no idea that a cat just walked. Well, into I the mean, studio. that's a th- <laughs> if it was a dog, you would hear his like tongue and breathing in the mic, wouldn't you? Like the dog would go right for the mic. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> he knows that there's <laughs> something just, about this. We just know that there's something was happening there. Uh, no, we didn't really talk at all about any comics. And I know you don't really pick up any monthlies anymore, but any comics this year. He's speaking read, to me. That's right. That I was speaking to Nate. Uh, yeah, he's, he's the he's the first one I'm looking at on the left. Um, so in terms of the comics you've read this year that that you really like that were relatively current, have you read any? I don't. It's hard for me. To, like just like Paul was saying, it's if you don't keep up with what's in the year, it's hard to see what's in the year. So for comics for me, yeah, I read a AVX. Yeah, that was this year. Yeah, um, even was that, was that it. Is well, that all you've yeah, because Uncanny X Force, I've only read up to Otherworld, and Otherworld was like really early this year. 
Was it even this year? Because we've had... If anything. It's hard to yeah. tell because there's a lot of double shipping on that book. It might be last year even. It might be late last year, early this yeah. year. Yeah, it's world? tough. No, that was this year, wasn't it? Was it? I guess so. That far, I can't How long has Final Execution been? Is it 10 issues? It's been a long call. But it was double shipping? It probably was this year then. Right. Yeah, but, you like other world? Barely. Because no. we didn't. No, I, no. I, I did. I well, liked it. It was drawn I, with finger paint, <laughs> and it was in stupid... Have you read it, Amber? No. Captain Britain World no? there. No. I thought you were pretty caught up. I don't like the Captain Britain World. I like what, what happened oh. to Phantom X. I know Paul doesn't. I like that the crazy, like, skin-flailing uh, people. Like, that, that's uh, creepy. I like that. Okay. I look forward um, to reading it. Uh, I, Paul, what did you think well, of Final Execution? I, I don't really have a problem with it. it. I really don't. <laughs> okay, no problem with it. Paul, Paul are you still enjoying <laughs> King X Force? Because we, because after Otherworld, we got better stuff. We did. I've kind of hit a lull. I've uh, have you finished the book? It's over now. I know it's over now. I haven't read. I haven't oh, you haven't it. read all of it. No, I haven't completed it. I'm waiting for the trades on that. So I've, I've gone. I went like halfway, and then I kind of hit a, a a road gap, and then I've kind of got behind my reading, and now I've I've reaccumulated my um. My stack of mechanics experts so I can now read all one shot now that I have it all together. Yeah, I mean, it's more true now than ever, right? I mean, when you reread these things, you read them together, it's just the whole experience is so much better. Um, yeah. Planet Hulk, I'm excited to kind of read that whole hardcover now that I have it and just go at it. Because I feel like when I was reading them in monthlies, it felt like there was quite a bit of a lull. Um, and, and now it'll probably flow a lot better, right? I think so. Yeah, when I first read Planet Hulk, it was in that hardcover when I bought it okay. as well. Um, I, like same thing with um, Invisible Iron Man. Um, Adam had lent me. Um, oh, twenty five issues or yeah, something. Yeah, you lent me a whole bunch. All of Stark is assembled essentially, right? Yeah. And I'm reading this as a whole, and I go, "Well, as a whole, it's nice." But I couldn't imagine reading that on a monthly basis. Oh, because it, it really been, slowed goes, down. Oh, shoot me in the face! Yeah, I guess it's long. Dragging. Shoot you in the face! Yeah, I guess insane. Uh, I, I'm, <laughs> I'm kind of glad I'm kind of X Force is over in some ways because. Well, at least at least if the storyline is over. I'm sad that the book is over because I feel like those characters will never be treated with such uh, a deep love in some ways. Because Remender loves those characters, and it's obvious in the way he writes them. And he has this big story, and I feel like it ended prematurely. The storyline, the the last arc was like ten issues, and it felt overly long. But I feel like the book on its whole should have kept going, and I feel like he got taken off of it. Like, once you read the ending, I think maybe you'll feel that way. Like, he definitely has his final word in some of the characters, but I feel like he had so much more he could have said. Mm -hmm. And I feel like he wasn't done. Because sometimes you read these books, like, Brubaker finally ended his run on Captain America, and I felt like he was done with the character. He had done everything he wanted to do, and he was ready to move on to his own creator own stuff. I didn't feel like Remender was done. And I'm sad that he's not going to be writing them anymore. And that we're getting a weird new versions of X-Force. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Which is one of them that just started this week. Uh, the cable one, right? Cable and X Force, which yeah. I didn't really care for, mainly because the Salvador La Roca art was terrible. I I know that you're not a huge fan, Nate, and especially that you didn't enjoy his Invincible Iron Man. Uh, this is worse. What? Yeah, but I haven't I read. Found it I haven't read the issue yet. I only saw it in the free preview book. I didn't see a problem. With Although it. you do finally get to see a little bit of a, a Hope and Cable conversation, which I know you get me started on that from <laughs> AVX. AVX consequences. God. Um, Amber, you have you read? most current fables? I mean, that yes. came out this year. I am current on fables. Okay. Now, what's and the most fable recent... Fable spin-off. <laughs> oh, have you read the new Ferris trade? Yes. Now, how, how was Ferris? Ferris? Um, it was good. It's... It was a very sort of... 
it, it, it was written as like a love story. It's the fallout from the the war against Mr. Dark. No, not Mr. Dark. Actually, against uh, I can't, Geppetto. Oh, so this is, it going is like back a little. Yeah, like, it, it's, that's, that was a long time ago. It's not going back so much as it's following a different. It's picking up. So Briar Rose at the end, they like took out the the Imperial City by having her prick her finger and put everyone to sleep. Okay. So this is what happens when she wakes up. Okay. Hmm. And um, they have uh, Alibaba is the main male protagonist. Okay. So he's like you know you Prince of Thieves and they're mixing like you know the Arabic fables with the Western fables. Which is cool because I like it whenever they introduce a fable from a different world. And they have him there and he's like raiding treasures from the Fallen Empire. And uh, the Snow Queen is there because she was one of the generals in the army. And okay. Briar Rose is there and he kisses them both and they wake up. And it's like they're fleeing the Snow Queen because she's all angry and there's like a goblin army. And then he has like a little bottle imp and it's just like... There's no consequences to the greater fable universe, really. Okay, so does it feel but, like it ties in that much to like what's currently going on, or not really at all? It feels like a very separate. Be- it's not written by uh, Willingham, right? I don't think so. I feel like it's written by someone else. I'm excited to read it at remember. some point. Yeah, because their it, work's supposed to be really good. Yeah, it's beautifully done. And but it's, Phil Yemen is is he, or he did one of the yes, covers or something. I I yes. should have read, yes, yes, Nathan knows, because he oh. sees them, I leave them laying all around the apartment. Because I am excited was... to get more caught up with Fables, because I always enjoy it, and it's one of those books, though, like what Paul was saying before, if I had to read that monthly, I think I'd hate it. Yeah, it's, it would be so hard to read monthly, because when I'm reading them, I just flip through and read them straight through, so if I had to be stopping at monthly intervals, it's, I'd get really it's a frustrated. Book. You're reading in a book, and every yeah. every issue is really just a chapter, and you could not read that chapter by chapter. And Ferris feels like that especially, because it's outside of like their sort of ongoing continuity, because it's not tied into Mr. Black it's not tied into like choosing the new North Wind or anything like that that they've been doing in the main storyline it's just sort of like this six issue shot and actually one of the neatest things I found was actually the add-on issue at the end okay which um is can I be spoilery or do you want no spoilers please spoil I mean, um, I don't think Nate's going to read it, and no. Paul won't read it, and, I, read it. and uh, I will read it, and I'm okay with spoilers. Okay, so it's about, actually, Beauty and the Beast, okay. and it's Beast in the 1950s tracking down Why Beauty. does that amuse me? I don't know why. But... It's like, he's, they're all like, it's it's like all this gangster land style, and they all look like mugs, and they're all drawn, very cartoony style. With Beast. But, yeah, he's telling this story about her, and how apparently Beauty is not actually Beauty. That she's a serpent demon woman. What? Who was, like, in a town and... This version of beauty or the beauty we know? The beauty we know is actually this serpent demon woman who was, like, in a town and got pregnant off of, like, the mayor's son or something who was married, so they ran her out of town, and she was, like, by a lake, and she was all beaten up, and beauty came from her town and found her there and tried to help her because she was a sweet and gentle person. So the serpent demon woman assumed her personality and killed her. Oh. And just was living as her for so long that she forgot who she really was. And that's when she met Beast. So once in a while, apparently, she remembers who she actually is and goes out and kills a bunch of people. And he tracks her down until she forgets again and becomes his wife again. How do you feel about that? I was, like, off-put by it at first, but it was, like, such a tragic, beautiful story because, like... George the Dragon Slayer is there, and he's trying to kill her because she's a monster. That really throws me off. Yeah, it was a big throw-off when I read it, because there's no prior thing for this, and then they flash back to present day, and they're in the present day, and she's like, because she always starts forgetting things when she when she's about to have an episode of killing. Okay. 
and they're wandering around with, I like... I forget things when I'm about to start an episode of <laughs> yeah. Killing, too. They're wandering around with, like, their new kid, and he's talking about, like, hey, maybe we can they have move... have a kid? Yeah. When did that happen? Like, in the last trade, the last two trades. Remember Frau Tuttenhinder knitted the weird-shaped nighty for them, and... Yeah, Because, okay. like, he transferred his monster onto the kid, and they're both monsters now, apparently, so that's a further explanation. Okay. And she's forgetting stuff. So he's all worried that this is going to happen again, and he's trying to oh. move her out of out of the Fable world because Big B said, I'm going to kill her if she does it again, because people will mm. find out about us. Interesting. So that was just this little addendum, like, one-shot issue feels like at it the came end. out of nowhere. And it feels like it did, but I liked it in the end, because at first I was like, no, she's not actually beauty from the... F-. And has, then, has it been referenced at all in the main book? Not yet, because it, it, just it catches up to present time okay. at the end. That's crazy. I don't know how I feel about it, but I'm excited to read it. Yeah. Actually, it... the interesting thing in, like, fables relating to the real comic... The real comic book. The big two worlds, right? Yeah. Is, like, wolf, oh, werewolves two. in the heartland. Yeah. Like, Bigby has always sort of been, like, they want him to be Wolverine. And this was just a trade about how he is basically Wolverine. Okay. Like, it's flashing back to his time in the war. It's, Bigby's the and big he was bad like, wolf, by the way. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And he was, like, a secret agent that worked outside of the government, <laughs> and he partnered up with a guy who worked in the government, really? and took down some Nazis, and now there's this town, and his old secret is there, and he has to go kill everyone because he's the most awesome. Okay. That's and Wolverine. That is Wolverine. Wolverine. It's a Wolverine story. But he's and not like, on eight teams, so he's not full yeah. Wolverine. So I was just like... Look at there. He'll get there. So I was just like reading it, and I'm like, "This Fables is a Wolverine," West. and they draw him like Wolverine. They make his hair all crazy and spiky, and I'm wow. like, "They've made a." But it was a really good story. But it was a Wolverine story. Interesting. So that is my my up to date on fables, and of course the main plot line is was the last the last story. The new one's coming out. I think the new trade because I read in trades is coming out uh, next month. January. January. Okay. Cool. And the last one I read was the choosing the, the new North Wind. Because okay. the old North Wind died, and I that was sad. And I think I still have to read it. Beautiful. So I'm excited for that. Yeah. Paul, I want to ask you something. Are you still buying Green Lantern books? And if so, why? <laughs> yes, I am still buying Green Lantern books. I don't <laughs> Can know you why. Answer? You don't know why, because they're terrible. Um, they're, this whole Third Army is brutal. Um, to, to those who don't know, which is Nate Amber, the Third Army <laughs> is supposed to be this big new threat that the Green Lantern Corps has to fight, but really it's just... Monotonous, uh, like zombie-like creatures that basically absorb someone's essence and transforms them into this, you know. They're basically space zombies. Space zombies. It's yeah. horrible. Yeah. And it, it was it was presented as basically the Guardians want to wipe out emotion from the the, the universe and they're going to destroy the Green Lantern Corps with these the Third Army that's going to yeah. replace the entire cosmos with the only space space zombies. So emotions are bad. Yeah. yeah. So the only thing Ugh. that New Fifty Two really did for the Green Lantern universe, besides pretty much keep a status quo, was make the Guardians effing crazy, right? They're just kind of mental, and they want to do all these stupid bad stuff, right? Oh, so so now they're just enough. evil, and they're just doing evil, stupid tiny stuff. Evil, pink men. Blue. You they're should, blue? They're blue. You know what you should do, Paul? You should stop buying it. Which, which titles are you still buying? All three of them. Not Red Lanterns? Not Red Lanterns. I actually read one of the Red Lantern books for the review podcast. Yes, and, uh, you know, it was actually better than the Green Lantern books. Could, and it was part of the Third Army, be. because it just felt like it was more... I don't know. It was it's also less weird too. Awful. There's no chronology to it. There's no like part one, two, three. Like it's just like you get your issues of comics and read well, through it. It's not a real crossover. It's, it's not. Yeah, they I just know. Show up once in a while and they do something. They're, they're still very much in the background, and there's no real connectivity to any of the books, no. which is odd because 
one thing the GL books were really good at in past crossovers was they're really synced really together, yeah. you know, really well put together. But it's lost here. Did you read? And the... I'm not being this whole Baz thing. That, you know, let's let's put Sinestro and Hal and throw them in this dark hole, <laughs> and let's get this. You know, with Fun Ember. That's pretty the two most popular characters. Yeah, and throw them to a black throw hole it and make this new another Earth Green Lantern because we don't have enough of those. And uh, seemed like an ideal scenario. Give him a pistol no. and a power ring and go. What happened to John Stewart? He's around. He's around. He's I like still. John Stewart. He's, he's still brooding. Not, yeah, he's still brooding. He's uh, still hot. He's, he's, That's he, all he has to do. Yeah. <laughs> if you're gonna talk, Nate, you're close to the mic. <laughs> <laughs> he said he, he's, yeah. he's still black, which is a reference to John Stewart's infamous immortal line at the end of the Sinestro Corps War <laughs> that he always stays black. Stay black. Um, did you read <laughs> yeah. the Green Lantern Corps issue where Guy Gardner is? Yeah, he's banished back he's on banished. Earth. And he I, it was very baby. good. It was a very good issue, although, again, it's part of a crossover that I don't care about. Uh, have you read any of the other new 52 stuff? Any of Sean's stuff? Because Sean buys one book, doesn't he? Nightwing. Have you read any Nightwing? No, I've, uh... I, I have to say, like, uh, Nate, I think you should read Batman at some point. Like, the, the, the Snyder current, stuff is good. The current run by uh, Scott Snyder yeah. and Greg Capullo, who... He's a great 90s artist, but he's really good on... Like, I've never seen his artwork look like this. His run on Batman has been spectacular. Uh, they brought in some new villains. Uh, right now, they're doing one of the creepiest versions of the Joker I've ever seen. It's one of the best Joker storylines I've read in, like, ten years. Death of the Family you're talking, right? Death of the Family, yeah. yeah. It's really, really good stuff. Otherwise, the DC New 52. haven't enjoyed a lot of it. And I ho-hum, could, yeah. I could ho-hum a lot of it. Uh, Marvel Now. I remember you and I looked at the... Who's I? Sorry, Nate. Nate and I, I apologize. It's it's late. Uh, Marvel now is in full force. A lot of titles have come out now. Paul, you've read some of them. Yep. Which which titles have you been reading? I have read Uncanny Avengers. Okay. Avengers, All New X Men. Uh, Deadpool. No, not the new one yet. Now with the new pre- with the I'm dead still, president. I'm, I'm still behind in the in the trades. Right. He fights so. dead president zombies. That sounds about right. Yeah, it's Deadpool. That's what you yeah. gotta do. It's Deadpool. That's what it does. Seems yeah. pretty standard. Yeah. <laughs> Have you been, picked up Indestructible Hulk? Lionel uh, Francis, uh, you and Mark Wade. It's spectacular. It's really good. It's really, good. It's really, really enjoyable. Yeah, the new Iron Man by Greg Land. Not so good. Not yeah. a big surprise. Yeah. What? Yeah. Why are you? What? You should be shocked that something Greg Land did isn't good. Why? Because everything is beautiful. <laughs> it, it, you know what? It's not actually. His Tony Stark is terrible because really? in every shot, it looks like it's changing. Like, and, and, and he le- copied a different picture every time. <laughs> a little bit, yeah. Because like his facial hair is moving around. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's it's hard to describe. Hard extreme is Adam. <laughs> yeah, I guess that is that a digital comic? Does it actually go if I download? Yeah, it? seriously. No, Motion like, comic. It's written okay because they're trying to use extremists. It's basically Armor Wars two or three, sorry. But instead, it's extremists, and he's hunting down these rogue extremists in hand styles and trying to put a stop to them so that part's What's cool what the black armor was I, they've never given it a reason why no, he's actually wearing black different armor and he's got like modular armor is for he every... sad about something no <laughs> he's not back in black uh, but every issue he is using like different versions of armor and they shoot at me again which is kind of nice his, his aunt didn't die so there's no reason <laughs> um, so you've read, read the Hickman Call Manifesto a- so Paul you've read the Hickman <laughs> Avengers yeah one. what'd you think because I, I was telling Nate I really enjoyed it and did I like, you I looked the artwork by Jerome Opeña, who did the first arc on Uncanny Express. Yeah, see, I'm not huge on him, but... You're not huge on him? What? I'm not huge on him. Who are you? What? I, I just think... want to clarify, I'm huge on him. <laughs> That's... So Nate's huge on him. I, no, I, I like the way he draws. I don't like the way they color it. Okay. It's a little it's a little drab at yeah. times. It's not as bright, but I kind of dug it. Uh, it definitely... I like that he 
brings in the movie Avengers and then quickly throws them away. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Yeah, he does Well, that. I appreciate that because it's, it doesn't feel as much of pandering to the movie crowd because they're really pushing that, that the, the movie group. And I like that this book was like, you know what? I'm not going to do that. I'm going to bring in everyone else. Everyone else instead. Yeah. The one issue you get this group together and then I'm going to have Cap bring in Sun, uh, was it Cannonball think, and Sunspot. And yeah. A lot of stuff happened really fast and you have these, like... I find it Hyperion's on the comics. team. I don't know how he got there. Here are these these new villains all of a sudden on Mars because doing stuff, and it just all. It's amazing. Come on. No, I don't know. I it guess it's in your face. Okay, right? it's a little in your face. It's yeah. like here it is: new ridiculous villain in in space on Mars doing whatever to the planet, and I guess are going there for for no reason. They're just coming. See, it's, it's interesting. I love it partially because he just he just goes there. He just he's not worried about setting it up and taking four issues of setup. He's just like I don't think you need four. I just think you need at least something. I don't know. I, I, I had yes nothing. and no. It's just here it is. Go read an old that's Stanley. How a, that's how they do a lot of reboots, though. Like, they just jump I mean? in. Or yeah. They, or they but do as a number one, well, no, as like, a new Big Bad Initiative, you're gonna hear it is in your face. I don't know. Remember Claremont's big reboot of the X Men? <laughs> he just jumped one? in. Well, Revolution? Revolution was like that. Like, that was the big one. He jumped in Cable and Cable has ahead. Cyclops' visor on his oh, chest exactly. now, and then they switch the TK and telepathy between Solik and Jean, Jean Grey, and they have a space station now. Like, it happens all the time, unfortunately. No, I know. I guess this. I, I, I just feel like these days we're, we're in a trade environment where people write to trade a lot. Maybe a little bit less than they did about five, six years ago. But I like that he just kind of jumps in with these big ideas, and I feel like more will be revealed because he's got a plan. And like, and there's not a lot of writers that will, I will give them that kind of uh, leeway these days because mm. these days I'm very much like I want to. I I'm, I'm, I know that they're writing to a trade, but I want to at least be grabbed. I want them to. Really, I want the writer to reach through the book and grab me and say, "You're Where paying attention to this." He grabs me in a special place. So Hickman does, but I like with Hickman. I just feel like I'm, I'm going to get there. I'm not worried about it as much. And, he, and and Opania's art, I really loved it. I didn't mind the color. I thought it was great. And it just made me want to read more. I can't wait for the next issue. It's a bi-weekly book. Great. I want the next issue right away. Um, I am really excited for the upcoming New Avengers because I want to see the Illuminati as a team functioning all the time. Because right. if anyone can make the Illuminati even more awesome than Bendis, it'd be Hickman. Yeah. Like, I haven't thrown this out the window yet or anything like that. Don't get me wrong. But uh, it was... Just, it was just threw me for a loop for as a first issue. Have you thrown Whoa. Uncanny Avengers out the window yet? Because I am disappointed. <sighs> yeah. Because yeah. I mean, we all, uh, excluding Amber, unfortunately, but the rest of us all read the first issue, and we're all kind of like, well, eh, it's it's something. Uh, the second issue did not really do much for me at all. Again, it, yeah, again, weird. Here it is, out of the blue. Which Red Skull is this? Where did you come from? He's, I guess they kind of explained it. They kind of explained that he's like a time loss version of him, yeah, basically. I like, guess. A, like a I, 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 right off the bat, I hate this the sudden desecration of Xavier. Yeah, ripping and, out his, and, and his brain. And his brain in his head. And putting it into Red Skull's brain to give him telepathy, which doesn't make a lot of sense. Is that where his X gene is located? Yeah. Is that is yeah. it same for everyone? I think they the movie explained Jean's pretty clearly that the X Psylocke's gene. powers. <laughs> and they switched them. <laughs> <laughs> so that explains how the Red Skull. Psylocke had telepathy. Yeah. And they took her mind out of her brain and put it into a ninja, hand ninja's body who has no mutant powers. Yeah. She kept a British accent. Yeah. Kept her telepathy. Okay. Doesn't matter. I guess so. So, again, really weird. Like, even the last page, what you'll be doing next? Begging. Like, just... 
really. I wish you could see Paul's face when he does that because he's really yeah, excited yeah, yeah. about it. Like, uh, it was just off, and it's like the rest where Rogue is, and that kind of sucks. Going, she's gonna be lost in this kind of odd yeah. book, and well, uh, okay, so that's Uncanny Avengers. Uh, what about All New X Men? I'm in. Love it. Really? Love it. I didn't, I didn't think it. you'd be, no, you'd be into I this. I am so in. I'm so in. I it needs a kick in the butt. This is something that's. I'm into it. I mean, art is fabulous. It does feel like a different type of it's, Bendis book. Yeah, I feel it's, it's again. I, mean, I still feel it's moving a little slow. It's fine. No, second, I mean it's good. Here it is. They're 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 setting everything up nicely. I, I I'm in. The second issue was a little bit slow moving. Uh, there was the awesome Wolverine panel when he attacks them, and yeah. they're like, "Who is this guy? <laughs> Why is he attacking us? us?" Oh, he's the head of the school. It's okay. Yeah, like no, it's great. Uh, the third it's issue. Fabulous. I'm wondering why. It, uh, now we're now we're finding out that something weird is happening with Magneto. Yeah. But, but uh, the only thing that doesn't work for me there is that we have AVX consequences. We have Magneto breaking them out of jail. No discussion of anything weird happening with their powers. And now suddenly there's something wrong. And hadn't gotten there yet. Hadn't gotten there yet. I did I, like that they broke Emma out of jail and that they really met. She's so not is this, everyone. Is this putting a younger Jean in back into the Marvel universe just? making Wolverine more attracted to her that she's younger, you think? There or? is a creepy panel at the end of the issue. She's like, it's her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my god. She's, like, she's, she's like, what, 17? Salivating over her like that. But I'm pretty sure he did. No, it wasn't, read that. It, okay. it, it wasn't that. Too bad Xavier's not around either. If Xavier like, was around, he'd be like, oh my goodness, it's 17-year-old Jean. Uh, my crush is back. <laughs> Both these old men just leering around. Can someone please cross my legs? <laughs> it's terrible. <laughs> Can someone please put a blanket back over my legs? I forgot to wear pants. <laughs> oh, man. my golden floating chair. Yeah. Which he used all the time to float into scenes, right? Like, he wouldn't, like, pan the camera over in the cartoon. He'd just, like, float into yeah. scenes. So, like, yeah. Jean's, like, comes out of the bathroom and she's walking down the hall and all of a sudden this, like, golden chair floats in, in front of her. I'm sorry. I seem to have floated in front of you. Okay, Xavier, can you please just turn it around? No, I can't. Isn't it controlled by the power of your mind? I seem to have lost my mind, but I've seen you in a towel. <laughs> oh, wow. Yes. All right, so all, so all, all new X-Men. smut X-Men. Yes. Um, yeah, yeah, no, the imminent art is absolutely yes, fantastic. It's gorgeous. more vibrant than I think so it's ever gorgeous. been. I'm all in. I'm, I'm so happy for this right now. You're all in. I'm all in. I'm, all your chips. Th- this is my book. I can't wait for... Everything else can just suck it right now. now uh, we're nearing, I guess, nearing the end of the podcast. Um, oh, uh, Amazing Spider-Man. Now, by the time this goes up... Uh, it'll be the day 700 comes out. Um, oh, wow. Now, have you seen the spoilers? Because they were leaked. I don't do spoilers. I, I know, I know. No, I haven't either for this. I'm, this was <laughs> so actually... incredulous. This is actually a huge deal. Um, someone somehow got a print copy, because it's not even digitally available yet. Okay. Uh, got a print copy of 700 and scanned like the last two, three pages or something, apparently. Douche. And, uh, yeah. Douchey. Well, it's a major investigation because it, it did it wasn't even shipped out yet. No one knows how someone got a print copy inside of it. Inside job. Stupid. It was an inside job somewhere at, at like, a factory or whatever. Um, because something huge is happening in Amazing at Spider-Man. At a factory? Do they make these books at printing. a factory? No, at a press. <laughs> Where the printing press is. Shut up. That's a book factory. There's a mole that comes down and makes steam comes out of it, and then Adam gets it in his hot little hands. He guys a jerk. Uh, uh, I go to the comic book factory again today. <laughs> make some more comics. Um, but so uh, to to kind of bring, I mean, uh, Nate and Amber up to speed. So in Amazing Spider-Man six ninety eight, that was the one, right? 
98 was when the revelation 698 yeah. we get this issue which seems like just a, a run of the mill kind of inventory issue of Spider-Man going about his day he's thinking about MJ maybe getting back together with her like why didn't this work out before he's loving his job at Horizon Labs whatever he takes you know he fights some crime you have <laughs> of course standard yeah it's standard <laughs> stuff for a day in the life of Spidey um, but you have Doc Ock is dying he's like hours away from dying like he's been dying for a while yeah, now. I know but now cool. he's close he's, he's finally like hours away anyway and he's so calling for Peter. He's Parker. calling for Peter Parker. So they Peter Parker. Call Spider Man. They're like, he's calling for you. He's like, okay, whatever. He's like, no, they called for Peter Parker. So they bring Spider Man. He clears the room, and Otto's just looking at him, and he, he's trying, gasping for breath to talk. He's like, wait, 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 wait. He, describe that mistake again. Whoops. What did like, I say? He said he calls for Peter he call, Parker. He calls for Peter Parker, and Spider Man shows up. No, uh, the Avengers... A cap calls and says, Hey, Spidey, he's asking for you. Okay. No, no, he's asking for Peter Parker. Okay. So oh. it's... The, I thought you said, like, he called oh, for yeah. Peter. Spider-Man showed up and said, No, 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 he didn't call for you. He called for Peter Parker. And Spider-Man goes, Oh, my mistake. Because I'm Peter Parker. Like, I thought that that was... Right, he just so gave away his identity. Sorry, sorry. He's not that stupid. Oh, good. They have both of them. So, so he... We're in luck. So, I don't have to take another subway token. So... Oh god! So he goes. So he goes into into the room that Doc Ock's in, and he, they clear the room. So it's just him and Ock. No, he just says, "I ain't going alone." If you don't mind. Yeah. yeah, well, they yeah. asked they asked that everyone leave. Though, but he's so. alone. There's, there's, With Ock. It's yeah. just the two of them in the room. Dressed yeah. as Peter Parker. <laughs> yeah. He's Spider Man. Hit the Spider Man bombs and, and, on. And Otto yeah. saying, "No shirt, mask on." Otto <laughs> says, "Like you know, Peter Parker," and and Spider Man takes off his mask and says, "Yes, I am Peter Parker." And then you're like, "What? What?" And then you realize... Wait, then, what? You told me he was going in as Peter Parker. He went in as Spider-Man. Why? <laughs> they called for Peter Parker. Why is Spider-Man going the in? Avenger- they better know! <laughs> the they Avengers. They explain that, don't worry. They explain it in the story, don't worry. Spider-Man, he's trying to get in your room. <laughs> <laughs> Spider-Man takes off his mask for Doc Ock. Mm-hmm. And he's saying, like, yeah, I am Peter Parker. And then uh, through the dialogue... there's no equipment in Doc Ock's cell. Yeah, that's oh, yeah. kind of weird, yeah. yeah. Uh, and we trust him implicitly. The big revelation, though, is that as they have this dialogue, is that Doc Ock, that we see this frail, dying Doc Ock, <laughs> is Peter Parker. The, their minds have been yeah. swapped. Which we kind of called a while. He already did that with Wolverine, though. I so. hate that. I However, hate it was a. Oh, I love it when he does it with Wolverine. Yeah, because it's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. This could be and hijinks too. And it's girl vengeance. This was a bit this of is girl this vengeance. This was Peter and Ock. It could be like this, like this show where they like this. This the, the big thing here though is that not only have they swap minds, but like Doc Ock has all of Peter Parker's memories. And so you know, like why? Why? Well, we don't know yet. Well, wait no. a minute. Psylocke did get transferred into the body of a hand ninja <laughs> and kept to, her powers. Uh, yeah, that's his go-to. But got her eyes taken out by Mojo and cameras were put in. Didn't know the difference. <laughs> what I'm saying though is, like when I read this issue, it was very much like a wait, what? And then having to go back and reread, and you realize that throughout the entire issue, there are hints that this is not Spider-Man. Like, he's thinking about Aunt May, and he says, like, that dear, sweet old woman or something. And you're like, that's a little odd. thinking about Aunt May, getting a little excited. <laughs> oh, yeah. Dude, you should read issue 699. Oh, my God, it gets worse. Yeah, yeah it's 699. Does he flirt with her as Peter? No, 699, no, you realize that Spider-Man... Uh, Who's now in Doc Ock's body, which is dying? He's trying to figure out how did this happen? How did I get in this so they situation? That yet? So, they have no, explained let, that. So let no. me. Uh, oh, well, if, if Ock has my memories, maybe I have, I have his. So he's getting flashbacks of Doctor Octopus's memories. Oh no! And including yeah. one of Aunt May in a wedding gown, being like, "It's okay, Otto. Don't be such a like fuddy-duddy." Basically, before their wedding night. Uh, 
a little bit like you know maybe yeah, yeah. 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 and then that's like, the only memory he's got <laughs> and then the next scene is like Peter being like I can't unsee that like that never happened it never happened I can't unsee that and he lived to know it's his memory so rooting Peter in all the ways that can. But the, the story is interesting, though, because then he, Peter in Doc Ock's body has to find a way out of this, this rigmarole, if he can. So he's able to do what Doc Ock would do and try and... Execute a plan. Execute a plan by so being able to... Man, he basically is able man. to communicate with an Octobot, which is out there, which is what Doc Ock would do. And there he's is able, out there. They're always out there. They're, Wait they're, outside. They're just... They're, they're well, the one that did the brain swap in the first place, he reactivated until Rhino Yeah, he reactivated the one that did the brain swap, and he's able to execute a plan. So basically he... Was a Hydra Man Rhino Tinkerer? I don't think Tinkerer was there. Good thing Tinkerer, think Tinkerer is back. But basically, the, Scorpion's one of them. Yeah, but who's the other guy? Who catch guy? I don't remember who everyone was. But basically, he assembles a Sinister Six to break him out of jail. And it's just an interesting kind of flip, because now you have Peter acting as, you know, Doc Ock, and that's what, leading into issue 700. So now you have them in the wrong bodies trying to, you know, fight it out so that Peter can get his body back. I don't know if he will by the end, because they're teasing the superior, so, uh, superior Spider-Man. So maybe that Doc Ock but will is, still be in his body. Is Superior going to be Doc Ock as Spider-Man? Is They've said it's not Peter Parker as Spider-Man. I know that. super boring if Peter is Doc I don't read that. It seems like they're going that way, but I'm interested to see how, if they're going to keep it that way or not. Why? This is why I don't read current it's because it's stupid. It's not. It's really boring, and no one cares. What you know, what, if you, I, 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 re, I refuse to believe. I don't think it was boring. I think the way they did the reveal was quite clever and smart. Uh, it floored me when I read it. I go, whoa. The issue after I really liked the breakout of Doc Ock, or sorry, Peter Ock, it's called, uh, from jail. That's not calling him Peter Ock. No, that's just Spider Ock. That better. Or which one would that be? Doc Peter. Doc Peter. Okay, that's fine. But not or Spock. Spock. <laughs> it's called Spock. Uh, when they break Spock out of jail, it was pretty cool. So, like, yes, it, it sounds <laughs> a little <laughs> super confusing. It sounds a little dumb when we talk about it, just kind of to explain the try and explain the story. But if you actually experienced and read it, read it, I think you'd find it was actually quite interesting. Uh, I don't know if if I'm I, fun with if that. I can explain the story to Nate and go, oh. Dude, that's awesome! I gotta read that. That will attract him more. Saying, "No, it's good. Trust me, trust me." But you gotta read it. I know <laughs> that all sounds fine. It's the idea that they would make stories following this about Doc Ock with Spider-Man's yeah. body. Like, how long that I'm going last? Yeah. Well, it depends what it means. Like, uh, like he doesn't do anything but plan no, anyway. He, he just plans things. He's gonna sit around at a cafe drinking well, soup. Is he gonna be who, body? Yeah. Well, we don't know. Fantasizing about his old age. Fantasizing about arms, yeah, and ants. <laughs> we don't really know what the impetus behind think, this I, is gonna I be. I don't though. think Superior is gonna be Doc Ock. I don't. I don't. Why not? Maybe it'll be Peter with Ox memories. Maybe it'll be a split personality. Well, why could it? Why could it just be? Yeah. There's no reason why it couldn't necessarily. They're bringing Ben back. Ben Riley. They're not bringing Ben Riley back. You can wish that as much as you'd like to. Okay. We will. We'll keep doing it. Do we'll, it. We'll wish for Mega Man games that we want to play, and we'll wish for Spider Man to become Scarlet Spider. I mean, Spider-Man I would again. love Scarlet Spider. That's a message back, for 2012. Yeah, that's really what it is. Let's Man go back to 1994. Spider Man for yeah. Ben Riley. Um, now going into 2013, are are there any comics you guys are really looking forward to, or trades that you're eventually looking forward to reading? Yeah, I know you're a little bit behind. Hawkeye, right? Gambit, Hawkeye and Gambit. I might be picking a Baby X this next year. Oh, in soft cover. Yeah. Not gonna get the hardcover. Uh, I put the hardcover on a wish list. Let's just let's it's just throw gorgeous. it out there. Like we both own it. Well, yeah, Paul yeah. and I both own it. It's, yeah. it's a beautiful. Yeah, you, you get the picture. You guys own everything. And I'm Johnny Come Lately. <laughs> well, you're Johnny Come Wait. Yeah. That, I don't know what that means. Be solic- it hasn't yet? been solicited. There's I, I, supposed I, I, to be a th- 1,088 page uh, companion to AVX with every single time. 
which is incredible. Plus AVX consequences, plus a babies versus X. I didn't get that one issue. I asked my store friend and get it for me. I'm really which is pissed. Issue? The babies one. Oh I man, love the babies one. So adorable. It's oh, it's so so good. Magnificent. I hope they don't. I'll make read more. an ongoing of that over some of the stuff they're coming out. I right hope now. they don't though. Because I feel like it would decrease the quality of it, but I would fair enough. I would but buy it. Like, look, it's just no. It's I. Uh, you guys haven't read this, and I've read half of the issue. There is a My Little Pony comic that just came out. Excuse me. Are you a brony, Adam? I'm not, because I've not watched the show. Ben Riley is a brony. He enjoys it. Not the Spider Man Ben Riley. No, He's the Ben Riley is my friend. <laughs> Which could still be the Spider Man one. Yeah. Um, but no, yeah, it was the same type of thing. It's a, it's an adorable comic, but very well written, and surprisingly got some depth to it. For considering it's a, a thing about ponies, is what I'm saying. But yeah, I I, I would buy an A babies or X babies uh, ongoing for sure. Have you picked up uh, A plus X? No, not at all. The second issue, I think it's uh, Chris Bocciolo writes and illustrates a story with uh, Black Widow and Rogue, which is actually really fun. But the best part of uh, of it was an Iron Man and Kitty Pride team up, which is an odd one. And he's trying to convince Kitty Pride to come work for him and to leave the Xavier Institute because she's just a genius. And he's like, "Why don't you come work with me?" Jean Grey. And sorry, Kitty. Okay. She works with Jean Grey. Oh, what did I say? Xavier Institute. Well, whatever. It's it, it's 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 successor. Um, and it, while she's there, she's sick and she sneezes, and you realize she's still infected with brood. And suddenly, there's brood everywhere, and it's this weird adventure with her and it was and Tony okay. in the middle of like a Stark lab or you know uh, whatever resilient or whatever. She and sneezed out brood. She she was infected with brood, and she thought she was pregnant, but she really just had brood and Wolverine the infected inside of her. Kind of cool. And so, like, in her bloodstream and stuff. And okay, so now, no, but why did the sneeze? She's microscopic brood. Microscopic brood inside. And so she sneezed out brood. She sneezed out brood. So all you had to say was yes. Yeah, <laughs> sorry, yes. That's exactly what happened. And it was really funny. And it was and at, the, awesome. at the end of the issue, like, the only way that she can destabilize the brood is, because I think they interface with some of the Iron Man armor, is that she just, like, ran through all the armors because she can disrupt the electronics. Yeah, she yeah. toasted them all. And Iron Man's like, I didn't know you could do that. She's like, do you want me to leave? And she's like, he's like, yeah, you should probably get out of here because like she doesn't want him her he anywhere, want her anywhere she near can him. Everything yeah, there. she just walks right through it and boom, it's gone. So he's like, yeah, maybe we should. Yeah, get if out of she here. walks through him, he dies. Well, I don't, he doesn't need it. To, no, is I guess, his heart fixed with Extremis or is Extremis? I don't know if he's. I don't even know if he has a heart. Oh, <laughs> Not just because because he's Tony, but because it's the beating repulsor. Well, because years ago he had just had a mechanical heart and that was it. He didn't actually his physical heart was removed by a sentient armor that he was wearing, and it was gone. And then extremists and a lot of stuff. And I don't really know how it works. Did it rebuild him? Did it rebuild a real heart inside, uh, or is it also synthetic? I, I don't even want to think about it because it hurts my head. Did you read the new Thor book? Well, no, nothing. You didn't go for any of the individual books at all? Just the team books? So far, yes. Have you read Red She-Hulk? Why are you read She-Hulk? So good. Surprisingly. I thought it was amazing. I'm going to pick it up and trade and, and show it in your face. Red She-Hulk. Red She-Hulk is a really strong book. Yeah, I, I'm just as shocked I as you I care about Red She-Hulk because... <laughs> you don't, but you will. Why? Because it's just an engaging, fun book. But Oh, you know why? Machine Man. Because he's awesome. Now that being said, he's not written like he was in Next Wave. He is definitely feels different, and he's, be and he's illustrated different. But he still feels like the same character, but he's written a little bit different. He 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 is my entry point into that book. He is what makes that book so fun because I'm like because he's just he's a machine man. I'll take your word. That's for not it. the love. I'm I'm again. I'm so excited to 
get back in the X universe the, when New Uncanny launches with Bendis. You're gonna get that Shadow. new Uncanny X Force. Yeah. Uh, Uncanny X Force. Are you gonna no. buy the new Uncanny X Force? No. 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 I, I might read it afterwards or whatever. Um, through other means, with, uh, the Cable one as well, both X Forces. But um, are you gonna I, get? I look at the cast there and I go, "There's no one here that draws me to want to read this book, regardless of it being good or bad in the end, and it may surprise me fine. But I need characters to be in the books for me to want to read them." I okay. enjoy the characters I'm reading. No, that's fair. You throw these random monkeys in front of me, and it's not going to... Did you pick up Thunderbolts? Or did, did Steve... you read Thunderbolts? Ugh, you know what? Did Steve Dillon I scare you away with his thin lips? Steve Dillon. I cannot handle He is a trope. I read the first so issue. It wasn't bad, again, story-wise. I felt like it was a zero issue, not a number one issue. I really like the team, and I actually really like the idea that Thunderbolt Ross is putting all these guys together. Yeah, yeah, I'm and he that. just shows up in the middle of, like all these battles and it's like you should come join me and it's kind of cool but then you have Dylan with the yeah. atrocious artwork I'm down with the concept of it like, but yeah. you hate I I feel to Steve Dylan how you feel to Frank quietly which is pretty that's just, pretty fierce the looking at it just makes me want to never read it again and I and, but I so love what's going on in the story if I could you know what I wish I wish Marvel would just publish the script and just give it to me and be like here's the script to, Mar- to Thunderbolt number two and I'd be like this is the best book ever because there's no pictures to ruin it yeah, yeah. which is sad because it's a visual medium but I don't want to look at it as long as Dylan's on the book it's oh, it's awful and shame bad thing is he's probably going to stay on it for a long time because he stays on books forever yeah. why can't a better artist be able to handle a book with a regular like if Cassidy was able to hit his deadlines and not make books late because Uncanny Avengers is already delayed uh, a few times. I'm not even sad about that. I know. No. Uh, speaking of uh, late artists, uh, are you going to be picking up Age of Ultron next year? Brian Hitch for five issues, and then five issues by other people. Oh, really? They, he's, they announced? He was he's only... just never going to make five issues. No, he's already finished it, because they've, really? he's already been working on it for two years. Oh, okay. So <laughs> like, that's why he did it. afford to feed himself. <laughs> I don't know. His wife must have a great job. He has he's, covers and stuff. Does he? Not I, want, I want to read the story. I do want to read it. Like Regardless of the art, I, this is something I'm interested in, so let's, I hope it, it works out. I'm excited for Age of Ultron. I'm excited for Brian Hitch artwork, because if he's been spending two years on it, it should be good looking, but... I just don't know if I care that much anymore because it's weird that Bendis is like, I'm leaving Avengers. Oh, wait. If I, I'm doing Age of Ultron, though. That's next year. Sorry, guys. Like, where's that even going to take place? I feel like when Children's Crusade happened, I remember it felt at a weird continuity point because people were in the wrong costumes. That's the way I feel about this. I know. Some of the drawings that we've seen ahead of time show people in their current duds, so I don't think they're going to mess it up. He just went continuity. over the artwork afterwards. I don't know. Maybe they saw it coming ahead of time. I don't know. Maybe. He's done with... Uh, Mar- like Marvel hasn't given him any work, and he's basically done with Marvel now. He's he's moving on to create our own stuff, which is fine because he he's slow anyway. Hey, what's your two cents on Gail Simone saying, "Hey, Batgirl, now you're done." She they removed her. Yeah, I know that. What's your? Yeah, I'm really upset about that. Yeah. I'm not going to read that book anymore. She's the reason why I was enjoying Batgirl. I think that's the reason everyone was enjoying that. I book. mean, their artwork is spectacular, so that doesn't doesn't hurt. But yeah, she really likes Barbara Gordon, and now they're going to put some shitty writer on it, and that's going to be really disappointing. But DC's really good at, at figuring out and finding new reasons for me to not care about their books. Like, I used to love Green Lantern. I could care less now. Uh, Flash, I'm kind of all over the place on because the artwork is brilliant, but the story is not so good. Uh, a lot of the other books, terrible. The Bat Family, very solid. Superman Family, I, it just hurts me to even think about the books because they're not good. And, uh, like, and they've made Clark Kent creepy. Like, he's he's busy, like, reading uh, Lois's texts and, like, over, eavesdropping. And I'm like, he's a creeper stalker dude. That's not the Clark Kent I know. That's what he was in the movie. 
Yeah, that's true. Well, yeah, that's terrible. He does. He does. Fuck. He returns to be creepy. Speaking of 2013, are you looking forward to the new Man of Steel movie at all? Did you see the new trailer that I'm came out? I'm very much looking forward to that movie. Really? That looks really, really I'm good. actually surprised to hear you say that. But the I'm new glad. trailer that I saw did actually Why? get me. I don't know because I thought for sure that you wouldn't care. It is DC. No, that's not why. I just thought I don't know. I just didn't think that you were really big on. No, the new trailer I saw and I had a lot of looks actually not. I got me more pumped for that than Dark Knight ever did for its crappy trailers. I just want to be a crap movie, anyways. I'm not, happy, I'm not crazy about Kevin Costner, but I'll let it go. I don't know. He fits for me with Pa Kent because I mean, he how many characters has he played that are based basically like he's feel the dreams all over. He's feel the yeah. dreams all over again. Now he's the dad. Like, like in that paradigm, like, yeah, makes sense to me. Paul Kent in Waterworld, remember that with the gills? And <laughs> <laughs> the Postman, yeah, that was awful as well. And the Bodyguard, I didn't mind the Bodyguard. And Tin Cup, did Tin not Cup. like Tin Cup. Anyway, I don't want to talk about Kevin Costner. We're doing too much of that. It's true. Yeah. Sorry. Um, so, Man of Steel, you are looking forward to tonight. Yeah, very much so. I like that actor. I mean, I've only seen. How do you feel with Amy, but... Amy Adams as Lois Lane, though? I'm not a huge fan of Amy, but I'm I, kind of indifferent to her. I wish they gave her a wig. It looks like she's got her natural like hair color. That mm-hmm. doesn't that doesn't seem Lois Laney, which is a weird comment. But Maybe I'm Lois, excited. They need to hire a nice Jewish actress to play Lois Lane. Mm-hmm. Sarah just, Silverman. No, no. <laughs> I can actually see it. I feel like there's never been a good cast for Lois Lane. Not Margot Kidder. No. I, yeah. <laughs> Not Terry Hatcher? Terry Hatcher. Terry Hatcher. Terry Hatcher. Terry Hatcher was good. I think she was, she was probably the best, but. Or what about the uh, my the Lois voice Lane is like the, the Superman? Yeah, she's that's my Lois Lane. Dana Delaney. And I don't think they've ever had an actress that's captured like this confident, bold woman, because they put these tiny little wayfish actresses in, and they mm. have their fluffy hair. Their hair's always so fluffy. Kate Bosworth was terrible. Yeah. Lois Lane. Plus, way too young to have a child. Yep. And to basically be the Margot Kidder version, and yet she's way too young. I'm wondering if Amy Adams can be serious enough. Yeah, and hard she's like hitting. a serious, hard-hitting, ball-busting journalist, and they've they and have Amy these Adams flaky is, little waif girls. Amy Adams is cute. too adorable. Yeah, to she's be too ball cute busting. to be. Yeah, yeah, to she's, be Lois. She's Lana Lang from the comics. You know who's a great cast in that YouTube video? You know who, you know who should be <laughs> Emma Stone. Oh, she should be everyone. Have you seen uh, what was the gang, the Gangsterland or Copland? That's not yeah. trailers. But I saw a movie poster. And it has everyone standing there, and it has Emma Stone there. And I'm like, she's not that tall, but they make her legs look so long. My felt got into Photoshop. Seriously, that's what it looks <laughs> like. Yeah, but did you see feet? But she looks amazing. <laughs> like, oh, I love Emma Stone. She's hot. She can do anything she wants. Pretty much. Yeah. I will watch it. Ryan Gosling Whoa, alleged Emma Stone was everything. Yeah, so I don't know how I feel about Amy doing this role. Um, I'm excited for. It looks like we're going to get punching. We want Superman to punch people. That is the part that I was most excited by. It was the discussion of like his nature and who he is yeah, and what okay. his, where he belongs and what his heritage is and what his earthly heritage is and what it stands for and like that's if they can keep that high concept stuff and really like wave it into the characters and their interactions and then the purpose of Superman and why yeah. he's there. Well, it looks like we're going to get a little bit more. Yeah, uh, of a journey into like why who is he and what is his place in the world like seeing him on the fishing ship like on the, on the boat like that's not usual typical uh, things you expect to see Clark that's what I want to see yeah and they can tease to their Rush Justice League garbage. yeah the Rush Justice League that shouldn't exist no I mean tomorrow uh, tomorrow next next year for uh, Iron Man 3 and um Are you excited for Iron Man 3 absolutely oh yeah Extremis it's coming out for my birthday I, I, I cannot 
be anticipating that as though it were going to be that comic because I do love that story. Yeah. So I, I like it when they deviate a little bit though because then it's not exactly what it, I read in the comic. It won't be exactly, and I'm not going to expect that. Um, I'm excited for the movie. Yeah. Well, Thor: The Dark World. Is that next year too? Yeah. Uh, it's in November or December. Oh well, okay. It's going to yeah. be competing with The Hobbit Part Two. Good, because I will see Thor and I will not see The Hobbit Part 2. I know. <laughs> uh, I will see I'm, both. I will see The Hobbit movie, but there is no such movie. There's a cartoon <laughs> of The Hobbit. <laughs> when they make three movies, I don't know. It's weird when you see all the books on a bookshelf, and you have the three Lord of the Rings that are so fat, and you have the little Hobbit, and you're like, this is the same. But yet, yeah. equal movie time. We are the same. Um, and uh, Any other comic movies come out next year? Is Star Wolverine... Trek is not a comic book movie, but I'm no. excited for it as a nerd. Is Wolverine next year or Wolverine 2014? Next year. It's next year. Is it next year? Yeah. yeah. The Wolverine. Did, did you see the new um, the shot they have of him like on like a rooftop with a samurai sword in his hand? It's his silhouette and it's raining outside? No. No. I think I've talked about this before. But I'm, I'm not also, excited for him to go to Japan. I'm also, you know? No? No. You don't like Japan? She's, she's mentioned that. I'm not excited <laughs> for this movie because it's being done by Fox. Um, I, I like the concept of Japan, though, but it could be really cool. It won't be. It could be. <laughs> nope. Any other comments? I hope, I hope, uh, I hope uh, Azazel shows up for a few Not, not mainstream nice. comic movies, but uh, they the are new, always... The new X-Men movie comes out in 2014, and they've already confirmed that what, Ian McKellen is back and Patrick yeah, Stewart. Yeah, Patrick Stewart are both back. And the younger versions of themselves are back as well. It's Days of Future Past. It's future. It's time travel. I don't care. Just let it happen, Dave. It's Fox. I don't care. I know. Fox uh, killed Firefly. I don't care. They cast Harry <laughs> Osborn for the new Amazing yeah. Spider-Man movie. I'm excited for that. I hope. Do you hope they kill off Gwen in the second or third movie? They're doing it in the third. I don't really have that's my hopes the way for I want it to be. They've announced it for sure. It's that is the the plot line of the second movie is the love triangle, and the third is Gweth, death of Gwen. I don't really Stacey. want the love triangle because the whole the love triangle was supposed to be before he was serious about Gwen. It was supposed to be one who's kind yeah, of dating Yeah, because he's both. already in love with Gwen. Yeah. And like, they've established he's got, like, a serious relationship with her, so it's, like, cheating if he has yeah, a love it just, it, Yeah, now it just feels like he's kind of... Especially because her dad's already dead. Like, it feels much more serious and, ex- and extreme, and now to just throw this in there, it feels more, like, She's going to have to back away from him. Yeah, yeah, she has to. And I don't really... I don't want to see that. I love their, their chemistry together. I don't want to see having them somehow have a new problem foisted upon them. Uh, it's one thing to have a love triangle when you're in the dating stage. When you're already in the, the hardcore, I love you, your dad's dead, I'm taking care of you, I gotta honor him. Like, that's not... That's you know not the mean? time. It's not the time to start cheating with Mary Jane. Because then it, it cheapens the Mary Jane relationship as well. And, I mean, we all know how Nate feels about Mary Jane. I love Mary Jane. You do, you do love your Mary Jane. And not marijuana. The real man. <laughs> MJ Watson. Mary Jane Watson. Parker. Yeah, I miss, I miss the Parker. <laughs> I really do. It, it changed something. It's really sad. All right, so that's uh, that's uh, that's our extended comic slash video game slash movie talk. Uh, this was episode thirty eight. Uh, I was your I was an Amber host, Adam Chapman. Uh, I had my guests today were Amber Strut, Nathan Strut, and Paul Scores, who has had to uh, jump out of the room, which is why he didn't give us his take on the last couple of movies. Um, <laughs> Make sure to join us for our next episode, episode 40, which will hopefully uh, be a discussion with my wife, Callie Chapman, returning to the podcast for her own episode once more. Um, you can re- send us an email at comicshenanigans at gmail.com, or you can also like us on Facebook. Uh, we look forward to hearing any feedback you have about what we should plan for future episodes, etc. So we hope to uh, hear from you, and thanks again for uh, joining us for this episode. Bye-bye. Bye.